0: Are you looking for more excitement than you can find on the comic book shelves? Then head over to HoundComics.com. At Hound Comics, you can choose from comic titles like Average Joe, The Revival, and Brimstone and the Border Hounds. Featuring and created by celebrity founder and CEO, Brimstone. And don't forget to head over to the official Hound store where you can buy
1: comics for adults and kids alike. Also at the Hound store, you can get barbecue sauce with titles like Awesome Sauce and Cherry Bomb. And seasonings like You're Baking Me Crazy and Dust From Hell. So if you're looking for
0: some comics that are finger-lickin' good, head over to HoundComics.com.
2: You're listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Your sidekick in the quest for knowledge, power, and entertainment So strap yourselves in and prepare for victory!
0: Welcome to another episode of Can Air, a tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Jeff Olsen. And returning to the show today, we have the pro wrestler, actor, author, musician, philanthropist, food critic... <gasps> comic book animated video game and children's book hero from his career in entertainment spanning over three decades ladies and gentlemen the ceo president and co-founder of hound comics brimstone thanks for being with us brim
3: always a pleasure what's going on Candair? Well,
0: oh, not a whole <laughs> lot man we're uh, just reeling after san diego comic-con announcements
3: yeah oh yeah oh yeah did you guys go to san diego oh no no <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we're entirely yeah. too poor uh, what about you? Oh, no, no, no. I, I steer clear of San Diego. <laughs> oh, really? Any, just because of the <laughs> one uh, of the smart ones. <laughs> just because of the attendance, or it, it's just it's just way too much. You know what I mean? Um, and to be completely honest, I mean, I, I feel like people get lost there. Um, I, I feel people get lost at New York. Um, great shows, love the show, you know, in New York and, and so forth. Love love the whole idea of San Diego. I just for me, um, you know, I, I really unless, unless unless it's going to be done really, really big, I just, you know, no reason for me to really go let, let everybody else enjoy it. Um, you know, I actually did in in exchange, I wound up doing, um, you know, another, another event out in uh, New Jersey for a real small township, uh, you know, Washington township. And, you know, they were fantastic, really good to me, you know, treated me like gold. And, you know, it was just me all weekend. So, you know, I, I got, I got the attention that that this little girl needed. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice man that sounds like a good time yeah yeah well we're going to even though we didn't make it to san diego we're going to try to bring everything that we could uh, scrape up to the show today so we're not going to be doing our uh, conventional recaps rumor mill comic talk we're just going to talk some san diego comic-con and then we're going to turn it over to you Grim, and uh, see what's going on with you and hound comics these days sounds good so uh before we do that though a few quick things to mention one Satoru Iwato, the uh, the president of Nintendo, has died at age 55 from bile duct growth. I'm not sure what that is. That was on uh, July 11th. But he joined Nintendo in 2000 as director before becoming the head president two years later. Took over as CEO in uh, 2013. But he's pretty much responsible for bringing us the DS, the merger Mm. from the Game Boy to the DS, and uh, bringing us the Wii.
1: I didn't realize he He wasn't there. I thought he was like Mr. Nintendo pretty much.
0: What do you mean, like, there from the beginning kind yeah, of that thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he took over uh, early early 2000s somewhere. Mm. But, yeah, I thought that was sad, and we definitely have to mention that. I mean, the influence he's had on the the culture we're all dedicated to, yeah. you know?
3: I loved... The, the the Game Boy. I loved Nintendo. Remember that was from. I well, you guys are, pro- are you guys around the same age as I am? Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So you, you remember when it when Nintendo came out? It was like crazy. You know what he call it? We had uh we had Atari and Coleco, but you know until then Nintendo came and it was you know ah you know. Right. <laughs> I enjoy I enjoyed the hell out of that, and then Game Boy came and forget about it. I was I was addicted. I I probably had almost every game that there was. Couldn't remember <laughs> them all, but I, I had them.
0: The Game Boy was freaking awesome, and you know I had played with the Sega. What was it the Game Gear that came out, the yeah, Sega equivalent, yep. which had the oh, actual yes. color color light yep. up screen? And I was like, man, I wish Game Boy could incorporate that. But still, superior games on the Game Boy, yeah. at least in my yep. opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one more thing, really quick, before we move into San Diego Comic Con news, Jack had something on our local comic book store, Pack Rats. Pack Rats
1: Comics was the winner for this year's Will Eisner Spirit of Comics Retailer Award.
0: Wow, and that's a, you said that's a national
1: award? Yep, it's uh, given out every year to retailers that do uh, a great job of supporting the comics medium and in, uh, both industry at large and in their community, which they do. Yeah, big wow. thing.
0: And then some, I mean, every event they have, like either it be a Free Comic Book Day or they hold the event this, this past weekend called Not at Comic Con, yep. where they set up their own little artist panel, uh, get special guests in their activities for kids, giveaways. All kinds of cool stuff. And on free comic book day, they always manage to get a celebrity in there, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So I say it's a well-deserved award.
1: I guess this year there was 31 stores spanning across the United States, Canada, UK, Argentina, Australia, Czech Republic, and Israel. And it's Comic-Con International honors the retailers from the with the award. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: I wonder if there's any ceremony or anything like that. I
1: don't know. I know he posted, Jamie, the owner, posted on Facebook, you know, saying, oh, my God, that right. it had happened. So. Than thanking oh, everyone awesome. that voted for him.
0: Well, congrats to everyone at Packrat Comics. It's uh, it's well deserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys definitely make the comic book experience that much better. All right, moving right into some Comic Con news. Uh, where do we even begin? Where should we start? The, re-
3: the fact that I wasn't there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm surprised to hear that you weren't there. I thought for sure I was like Brim's going to have a table or something out there. You know, I've been
3: I've been asked to do San Diego a few times. I just I just can't bring myself to go and do it. Um it's it's an animal house, man. I you know, a lot of my friends are there, you know, a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm sitting in them and I'm getting all the the insights, you know. The the the, the, the little boy in me would have loved to have go and and just, you know, uh, hang out and see friends. You know what I mean? But the business side of me says, "You know what? It's it, it's the Spending more money than what you're making over it when you're doing that type of show Um, you know because you get lost you know what I mean you get lost and um, you know I I just for me it just wasn't wasn't uh, it's not the right time you know if we're going to be doing something really really big and you know it's just it's going to get blown up then that's a different story then that's a different animal we'll, we'll we'll take it as it comes um but yeah no it's for me it was just one of those things that i didn't feel the the need to go um let leave it leave it for everybody who's doing the major premieres you know what am i gonna do is and you know with, with the uh all the new films that are coming out dc marvel are you kidding me like you know i'm i'm, I'm <laughs> and I, it's it's uh, yeah there's no reason for me to
0: be there. <laughs> yeah that's why people are there for the most part is to see the uh, big movie premieres and stuff I just feel like even if we did go, you can't be everywhere at once. No, so you're going to have to up. pick and choose between the the big events yeah. and then you probably have regret later down mm-hmm. the road. So let's just jump right
1: into it here some trailers. Uh first Deadpool. We got to see that. Yeah, the leak trailer. Yeah. It looked pretty darn. I uh, wasn't. Yeah. It, it it changed my mind. At first I was a little on the fence, but now I think I'm I'm pretty interested in seeing it. Yeah. I'm waiting for it. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, it's it looks pretty do. good. And it definitely, like you were saying earlier, is probably going to carry that R rating. That was
1: going to be a heavy R. They've already said that. Oh, did Heavy they? R rated, yep. That's awesome. Which they needed to. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it looked like a little part of the trailer was actually a piece of the CGI trailer that came out. Was that with last year's Comic-Con? Oh. Yes,
1: yeah. Was it last to, year? It's hard to believe that's mm-hmm. been out for a year. Yeah, they reenacted most of that, the yeah. CG trailer. It looks like, cool. Shot for shot.
3: Is that what they're doing? Is it? Because is, uh, uh, is he just voicing the character? Is it going to be CGI or is it actually going to be uh, uh
1: you know full action? It's full action. The CGI was just test like test footage. Yeah, really?
0: yeah, that was like last year's Comic Con. I think that's online to look at. Is it or is it? Yeah. yeah.
1: No, he uh, <laughs> he posted today uh, on Twitter that the official footage will be posted in three weeks.
3: Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen anything except for the uh the cgi one the cgi one's pretty pretty awesome i I think and i think reynolds is the perfect person to do you know the deadpool character absolutely without a doubt it's like the wolverine character you know i love the fact that you know um what you know what's his face plays uh the wolverine i mean hugh jackman is the 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 best character the best person to play wolverine in my opinion i think he embodies the character real well and it's the same thing with deadpool i mean ryan ryan reynolds has like that that uh slick mouth you know what i mean he just uh he just he has that wise guy attitude and you know he plays it off real well and i think that um i just i see him as deadpool i really do you know i you know uh, did you guys see the the flick that he did um a while back waiting
0: Yes. Yes.
3: Yes. This is what upsets. First of all, it's one of my favorite flicks. But um at the end of the day, you know, like think about it. That that's
0: Deadpool without the
1: mask. <laughs>
0: that was the movie where they were trying to get each other to look at each other's balls, right? Yeah. yeah. it was pretty much
1: uh, real life working at Applebee's from what Misty said. She had worked at Applebee's. She said it was almost exactly like that. Are you kidding me? Nah.
0: I will never eat at Applebee's again. <laughs> well, maybe the not
1: the nut game, but uh, other than that, yeah, just the, the whole mentality of everybody.
0: Well, didn't they, uh, wasn't there like a bitchy girl at one of the booths and they, uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you That's just going gross me off yeah. for dinner.
3: <laughs> I love, love that movie. Yeah. What do you call it? He, um you know he's just i i think he's great in everything that he does so you know i'm, I'm a fan i like ryan reynolds he's good
0: yeah he'll good. be a natural now so if you... they could only find
3: natural for batman that would be okay mm.
0: yeah yeah and we'll actually touch on that here in yeah. a little bit with the uh donna justice trailer we got to see because that's uh well we'll just touch on that when we get there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so deadpool uh, you said about three weeks ryan reynolds said that would be released yes so coming right up cool Next, uh, let's talk about the Suicide Squad trailer. What do we think? Uh, hmm. They released
1: it after it got leaked yesterday. Yeah, they decided. Wait, which one? The Suicide Squad. Have you seen it? Yeah. Uh, Not interested. No. I didn't see it. I, I actually
3: tried to figure it out, and I, I yeah, you know, I I can't get into the Batman movie. again, we'll get into that. But what do you call it? Um, you know, the, the Suicide Squad. I, I was interested in taking a look. My my thought is, I I'd like to see. What they're going to do with it, I have no true desire to see that dude as uh, as the Joker. Yep. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: That's exactly so, my thoughts, too. You get a good view of him at the very end of the trailer, and it's just not, it's very underwhelming. Right.
0: <laughs> I was going to snip a audio clip of the Joker's uh, voice in here, but now that the trailer's released to the world, Everyone, it yeah. seems kind of uh, pointless. Yeah.
3: <laughs> doesn't even you know he, he doesn't he doesn't look like the joker in my opinion i mean you could throw paint on anybody it just doesn't he doesn't embody the joker i mean right. uh, in, in my opinion again i haven't seen the movie yet i haven't seen it so look i'm just gonna take it as it is and you know if when i when i see it i'll make a, a judgment call then but until then you know he's just he's not nothing against him you know hey you, you know you, you just can't stick a pretty boy in the joker's spot and think it's gonna work exactly. you know uh, i didn't think he'd let was going to work though, and he happened to be a great Joker, yeah. so you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen?
1: It's like what well, the, the guest we had a couple couple episodes ago uh, dubbed him as the uh, the thug life Joker, and that's
0: exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, uh, his tattoos scream that the grill, the silver grill on his teeth
1: that's uncalled for, I think. He's actually.
0: like, like Brem said, uncalled for, mm-hmm. like <laughs> Brem was saying, he's a pretty boy, a polished. Pretty boy. Nothing against Jared Leto. I mean, I know that this is the studio's uh, decisions, probably not him sitting there, you oh, know, maybe I should have tattoos <laughs> or something. But um, you could tell in his voice he was pulling a little bit from Heath Ledger's mm-hmm. performance. Yeah, yeah but, you uh, can definitely hear it. You know, Heath Ledger was just, his character was so jagged around the edges. He looked dirty and, mm-hmm. you know, he looked, I don't know. Jared Leto just looks too clean, too... yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. what you're saying. I don't yeah, I guess I don't know exactly what the hell I'm saying, but uh, yeah, I'm going to wait and see what the movie looks like.
3: Well, you, you make sense. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, he's just I, I think that they were looking for was another pretty boy with with the long hair. Because remember, you know, before he cut his hair for the Joker thing, uh, you know, he was growing his hair out long. And mm-hmm. I think they figured, well, let's just stick another pretty boy in there and maybe we'll sell, you know, uh, we'll make the Joker a heartthrob. Or So I, I don't know what the hell they were thinking, but it's just, <laughs> it's just bad freaking casting, man. And and I just um I, I, I don't know if you guys know, but I actually just uh, and I and again, I don't want to pop in there, but I just um, started the the Grindhouse Radio. So we have our podcast going now as well. And um, what do you call it? One of the things that we were talking about is casting. And, um, you know, the, the the fact of the matter is, is casting, casting, casting. If you can't freaking cast properly, then you should just shoot yourself and not be a casting director. Like, you know, <laughs> at the end, like, for real, for real. Do you, you? I'm sure you guys, you may or may not have seen Twilight. All right. The, but if you read the books, all right, that dude that that paid the the edward on the, in the film Patton whatever the hell his name is he was horrible one he's an ugly dude i i do not hate on people <laughs> i do not hate on people he is one fugly looking dude and, and there's no reason on god's green earth that this guy should have had that part listen what's um what do you call it um um what's his face that played um the other character um what do you call it uh, oh my god i can't believe i'm i'm totally blanking out I'm but you sorry, know what i'm talking I'm about the wolf Yeah, yeah. you know what he called Shark Boy. You know what I'm talking about. So (laughs) he what he called he was great casting for that character. But the one who played Edward, I mean, he was just uh, like he's ugly, dude. He's ugly. (laughs) And then who the hell thought of freaking vampires sparkling in the daylight? Uh, That's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. And they should all be shot. (laughs) Line them up, kill them, and then that'll be that. Was that not in the book? I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. But. All I know is that my wife, my daughter, my son, everybody read the book. My, my friends, my neighbors, the, the, my cousin's cat. Whatever, everybody's read the book except for the fact that, you know, um, everybody said, oh, my God, Edward's supposed to be this amazingly gorgeous, unbelievable guy. That they should have put
0: Jared Leto in. There you go. Yeah. There. There you go. I, you know? I can admit he's a gorgeous guy, right? He's a hunk. He's a good looking guy. and
3: now that and now that they passed the the you know the legalities for men and men to marry now you guys can have a shot <laughs> no, no, no he's he's you know he's a good looking guy and and the fact of the matter is 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 um you know he's even a good actor but i don't see him as joker. and being a longtime fan of of comics in general and as the joker and batman saga the whole nine yards I do not believe in him as a Joker. No. I believe in in uh, what do you call it? Um, I believe in Heath Ledger was a great Joker. I believe that you know classic Joker. Um, what's his face was a, was a classic Joker? Oh my God! I can't believe I'm blind. Caesar Romero? That. No, 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 no. Jack the Nicholson. Freak- I can't I'm having such a brain fart today. I'm sorry guys. <laughs> okay. You know me. I've got a lot on my mind. But yeah, I'm I'm losing my names. But yeah, Jack Nicholson amazing for what that movie was. And Michael Keaton I think was a great choice for Batman. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And everybody else since then? Blah. Like why? Why? I hate it. Right. I hate it.
0: Christian Bale's uh, Batman was a little bit harder to roll with after you listen to the uh, audio from him yelling at the guy on the Terminator <laughs> set like man, I'm man, Dude just like yeah, no. Well, it'll be interesting to see what uh what Ben Affleck does with the character. You know what? While we're we keep going back you to it, let's just do it. do it. Let's just do it. Uh Donna Justice trailer, what do we think? Breathtaking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought so. What I mean? watched it I don't know how many times and I mm. oh goosebumps every time. What about you, Brim. I didn't see it. I, I couldn't find any of this
3: stuff. YouTube sucks.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, this one's <laughs> out there, too, now. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's released to the public. But, yeah, we get to see a – looks like a brief glimpse of the Batcave really quick. Mm-hmm. But uh, look, that looked pretty cool. Uh, one thing I didn't like is we're going to get another flashback of uh, Bruce Wayne's parents' murder. Like, how many times do yeah. we have to watch this? We get it. Oh, Dawn of Justice!
3: Yes, yes, I'm thinking the Justice League movie. No, 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 no. Dawn of the Batman vs Superman. Yes, Yes. I'm sorry.
4: Hated it. (laughs) Oh, did you really?
3: Hated it. I think. That the both of them should go away. Neither of them should be playing those roles. I'm not. Listen, I, I the the Superman movie was so um, underwhelming. It was it was. I made me nauseous. I think that it was such an underwhelming movie. And um, you know, uh, they they could have had so many different people play a better role. And um, it's just. I'm sorry. I didn't like him. I didn't like him at all. And uh, again, I'm not. I'm look. Ben Affleck. You know what I'm saying. He he was good back in the day. Um, then he did G. And he threw off his whole freaking, his juju went way, way, way out of the way. You know, I mean, maybe it was because he was getting with J-Lo for a while and, uh, you know, getting to knock that for a little bit. You know, I can understand. But, um, you know, he knocked himself out of whack. But, um, right. you know, and I'm being a little gross. I'm sorry. But, you know, it's been a long day. <laughs> but, 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 you know, I mean, but now, I mean, now he's sad, sad Batman, sad Batman. Right. What is that? He's Emo. Super emo friends sad Batman yeah <laughs> that, have you seen that super emo friends
0: no I haven't
3: uh, uh you guys gotta look it up super Emo friends is this, this dude who does like all different characters and they he does them like all sad and crying and you know he has like a little like saying underneath it like uh, I think that he has one of Batman and it's like uh, my parents are dead underneath you know have him crying my parents are dead you know like <laughs> it, it, look it up you got you'll you, trust me you'll you'll think it's funny there's uh-huh, a bunch sure of them that is just like like really you know um, but yeah I, I just I don't I'm not I'm not feeling the the whole trailer so far the whole wonder woman thing looked good looking lady but I, she doesn't look like she doesn't look like wonder woman to me you know i guess maybe i'm so you know uh, i'm so used to the the adam west batman and the what do you call it um the what's her face wonder woman uh you know, oh, you know who um, I'm talking about. I can't believe I'm blanking. Linda you know, Carter. But you know who I'm talking Linda, Linda Carter. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Linda Carter. And what do you call it? The Luferig. Well, we could do without the Luferig No Hulk. <laughs> um, no offense, Lou. I love you. Um, but, you know, like the Luferig. But seriously, the Luferig No Hulk. And, uh, you know, like. like, um, And what do you call it? Um, Superman. What do you call it? Uh, Christopher uh, Reeves. Oh, my God. Thank you, Christopher Reeves. And the, that, those. Characters, I guess the, I felt that they embodied the the characters, you know, better than the ones now. In my opinion, if they were going to do the Wonder Woman character instead of going for TNA, all right, they should have taken somebody who would have fit the role perfectly, like a Lucy Lawless. I
0: was just thinking that. Yeah. Just thinking L- that
3: Lucy Lawless would have done amazing in that role. She maybe is a little bit older, but you know what? So is Wonder Woman, and I think that you know that would have been a a. Perfect casting, like in in my opinion, and again, it's just my opinion. I believe that the Avengers casting, everything was perfect. They had the right characters in the right roles. Iron Man can't get better than than um, Robert Downey. What do you call it? Um, Tony Thor. Spence. Yeah, oh. exactly. You know, you can't get better. Um, you know, for Thor than than uh, Pretty Boy. Um, you know, you, you can't get better um, than than uh, Captain America than than uh, what's his face. I forget all their names because my I'm, I'm mind blanking now. But you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> right. Chris Evans, Chris Evans, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that those are all great character, great um you know people for those roles um mark ruffalo i think is great for bruce banner you know so but that's that's good casting you know i think it's very very good casting um new fantastic four
0: not so much Hmm. i'm getting very curious about the new fantastic four the more i see of it the more excited i'm getting because i definitely was not excited but it's starting to look like it might come around a little bit hopefully
3: it's so different than what it's supposed to be. It makes me nauseous.
0: Oh, I agree yeah. with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is. But, um, I'm thinking it's gotta be a little bit better than the other ones. we got say might, there yeah. now. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. we'll see. Only time will tell. Uh, what that,
3: at least that should be better than the original fantastic four. <laughs> right. <laughs> that?
0: Oh yeah. You know which one I'm talking about from uh, way back no, in the day. Oh, yes. the 94 one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry one, about that. Uh, oh no, you're fine. Uh, in the Donna Justice trailer, you know, I think we said this before, it looks like with the storyline, they're doing a reverse of what Frank Miller's Dark Knight was, you know, where yeah. Batman's out of control, President sends Superman in to take him down. Quite the opposite. The world's sick of Superman, thinks he's, I don't know, maybe it's too much collateral damage or something, but Batman, kinda of, looks like anyway, kind of takes it upon himself to go taking him down. Mm-hmm. One thing I found interesting in the trailer though was uh, it showed Ben Affleck looking at the bat suit and spray painted on it said,
1: haha, ha, joke's on you. I don't know if that's a Riddler or if that's a Joker thing, because there's a, a picture, or was it from the first trailer, you saw a red, uh, or not red, but a green question mark way over on the left side. What? Yeah. You didn't see that? No. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, okay, if it says jokes on you it couldn't be Riddler though. Yeah, it's it's more Joker's yeah. MO to do that. But I
0: that that makes me think, are they gonna introduce him at all in any way?
1: Hmm. Did you notice that he had like grey hair? Yeah. He's supposed to be in his forties, late forties, I think. It's supposed That's to be so later old. in both their careers. Yeah. I was under the impression Yeah, he's been Batman and for about 30, 30 years, I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's the older Bruce Wayne. Yeah. We'll see, though. It looked interesting watching him run toward the building that was collapsing, seeing them unzipping Zod's body from the Superman mm-hmm. movie. That makes me uh, very curious. Why would they be drudging that up, you know?
3: I think that—I think—OK, okay, I'm going to—I'll I'll, I'll take a step back. I think that he will play a good Bruce Wayne, all right? I don't think he'll, he plays a good Batman. Ooh, Does really? that make sense? Yeah, Does that absolutely. make sense? Yep. Yeah, all right, like he—he's look—he's a—he's a, he's a decent-looking fella. He's good. He's a good actor outside of Geely and another couple of movies that just were horrible. Um, I'll always go back to Geely though, and uh, <laughs> uh, what do you call? It, pretty much because it took me about two years to get the, the pronunciation of the name right. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, he, I think he'll play a, a great Bruce Wayne. I think that'll work out well. But I—I I feel that you know, and in, in terms of Batman, I don't—I I don't feel. I don't see him as Batman. Just like, just like the, the the last guy, what's his face, the one who was doing Batman before, um, you know, he played a good Bruce Wayne. But I think, but it's
5: my time like this. Yeah. Was, I just wanted to. Sh- <laughs> I
3: wanted to jump through the, the thing, go brimstone and power bomb the crap out of him. <laughs> it was just, it's just not cool. It doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. work. You know, I, I like the whole, do you bleed? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that was cool. I mean, yeah, but let's and now now. And, and again, I'm sorry, you know, bringing me on the show, I'm going to sit and go off on tangents, but, <laughs> you know, but then take take let's let's bring it to a whole new level. Batman is a freaking human being. He has no superpowers. Superman's a freaking superhuman, you know, and, and there's no way that Batman stands a chance fighting against Superman. I think it's the most ridiculous thing on the planet. I, I'm sorry. I, I know I shouldn't have said it, and I went against everything comic book by doing it, but it
0: makes no sense. <laughs> wow. I don't know how to respond. You broke me, Brim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? Think about it.
3: Uh, He's a human. What the, what the F is the, a Batarang going to do against Superman? I mean, come on. The guy stops freaking uh, bullets with his freaking chest. You know, He. I mean, come on. Yeah.
0: Well, you raise a good point. I mean, over the years, there have been so many different ways. I mean, aside from Frank Miller's suit that, you know, we're going to see in this movie mm-hmm. that – yeah, I agree. Still definitely wouldn't be enough. I mean, what's keeping him from just ripping him right out of it? But um, another thing that I thought was cool in the comic books is uh, Batman making the glove of Kryptonite. Mm-hmm. That way, when it came, if he ever did have to fight him, you know, he could easily beat him into submission.
1: He's always had a backup plan contingency just in case mm-hmm. Superman got out of line. Any of the uh, superheroes, he always had something that he could take him down. They
0: made with. a movie about that, Doom, where, yep. like, yes. where yep. the villains yep. found yep. all his plans and started taking him out. Yep. That was, a, that was a decent movie. But think about it. Again, you know,
3: well, yay, he's got the kryptonite. It's the only freaking thing that everybody ever uses <laughs> to hurt stupid Superman. I mean, That's Superman's true. this big iconic character and everything everybody's got to go, go back to the kryptonite. I mean, think of something. Be original. Yeah. Holy crap! Be original, kryptonite. You know, the, the, and where the hell are all these people getting all this kryptonite? Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. The planet, <laughs> the planet's been destroyed for for years, you know, or, or you know, in centuries by this by this point. But but you know, Batman's getting kryptonite. Where the hell's Batman getting
1: kryptonite from? It's on the you periodic know? table.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh! I don't know you about expecting that. Expecting an explanation, yeah. were you, bro? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't like you guys anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, just kidding. Is uh, it on? Is it on the periodic table? No, it's not. Is yeah, it for real? Yeah, it is. Yep. Wow, In we have that here or? on, I don't, on it's her? Really
1: on the periodic table? What? I didn't
3: yeah. I don't think so. I gotta look that up. Yeah, I'm, I don't think. I think he's just he's jiving us. Oh, he's messing with us.
1: Smoke up our ass if <laughs> no, I've no, ever no. heard any. I, I wrote it into Wiki last uh, night. Yeah. See, <laughs> there
3: we go. I, was I, it.
1: So I was prepared. I knew it. You liar.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah. Nobody ain't no, oh, yeah. nobody getting kryptonite up in here. <laughs> <laughs> all Amen. right.
0: Well, speaking of bat suits, though, um, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of all the bat suits we've seen so far for this new movie coming out of the Christian Bale era because I was not bowled over by. Bat, uh, Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises bat suit. Just how he uh, made his head, you know, be able to turn Towards left and the right. End
1: it was, yeah. I just had, you had this about. skinny
0: little neck and this great big bobble head looking thing. I did not like the look of it. And uh, you know, we've seen the just the basic Batman suit that Ben Affleck's gonna wear. the The big armored suit. But also in this trailer, there's that—I don't know if it's a scene in the desert or something—just a quick shot mm-hmm. of him wearing that looks like a like a leather bomber jacket or something with the cape and some kind of a Batman mask on with goggles. Goggles on it. Yep. Oh, it looked awesome. It's like the Gaslight Batman. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I saw that and oh uh, yeah.
0: Like very steampunk uh, yeah. oriented. Yeah, yeah. Once
1: I saw that, I was like, oh my god. So I'm anxious. Wait.
0: Where does he get all those wonderful toys? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that suit, the uh, I don't know, it kind of looked like a little chubby Batman, didn't it? Like, Which it seems one? like something the... I could wear and fit comfortably.
0: <laughs> what the. Uh, <laughs> just the basic Batman suit? No,
1: the, uh, the upgraded version, almost like the Hulkbuster looking.
0: Oh. Oh, I don't know. I think it looks cool. It looks pretty true to the comic book. I think so, too, yeah. Yeah, with a few minor differences. Rip off. <laughs> Without a doubt.
3: Oh yeah, we're going to be a Hulkbuster, you know, a Hulkbuster, and and Hulk is green, so let's use that green kryptonite in the Batman suit.
1: <laughs> All right, I got a periodic table pulled up, and krypton is an element.
0: Show it to me. <laughs> right
1: there, krypton. Oh my God, it is. Yeah, it's Kr. Yep. Krypton not is not kryptonite.
3: It's different. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know I ain't
0: getting nothing past this one dog No To the periodic table
3: I refuse I refuse to, to
0: accept that I refuse I refuse
3: Otherwise Superman wouldn't be able to live on the planet this is
0: dry. Everybody Not has anything. allergies <laughs> Alright This Dawn of Justice trailer is getting us in places we probably shouldn't be going Okay All right, let's move on from that. Where do we even begin to go next? Uh, There was an announcement from Bruce Timm, who uh, is one of the creators of the original Batman the Animated Series, that uh, following the release of Justice League Gods and Monsters, which is uh, the next DC animated movie, that coming to fruition... The Killing Joke is going to be animated. Oh, you said that about that. yeah! It's the, it's the famous story where uh, Joker, to get it, Commissioner Gordon, kidnaps his daughter, Barbara Gordon, who is, uh, as we know, Batgirl, and shoots her in the spine and cripples her, becoming Oracle. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a pretty good story in the history of Batman. So, uh, yeah, I cannot wait to re- uh, watch that. It says 2016, that's supposed to be out. That sounds interesting. It, yeah, I know Mark Hamill does a
1: mean Joker, though, right? Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he is the Joker in my in my book. Maybe not an appearance, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> he could probably do a good appearance. Joker, I bet. Think so?
0: Yeah. He's At bad. this
1: stage in life, probably. No, he's too round.
0: Too round. I. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. <laughs> Very round. Gaslight Joker. You need
3: a you need God. a long a long face. You know what I mean? A long face and yeah, yeah. thin. Yeah, Agreed. Jack Nicholson was
0: great. Jack Nicholson was great. In, in the Jack Nicholson movie, I, I've said this before on the show, and maybe you know who I'm talking about, Brim. You know the uh, instance mm-hmm. in the movie where it flashes back. It's a black and white scene where uh shows Bruce Wayne, you know, watching his parents be murdered in front of him. And uh, the guy, you know, Jack Napier, who. Shoots them, looks at him and says, "Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Do you remember the right. the guy that was in that scene? It wasn't Jack Nicholson; it was a guy playing a young Jack Nicholson.
3: Yeah, yeah, he would be. He would have made a perfect Joker. Oh yeah.
0: my God, he's just a spitting image. He, yeah, he looks awesome. The big grin, the pointy chin, he had it all. Right, but he's not, he's not.
3: Big, he's not a big enough name in Hollywood, and that's why he didn't get that uh, that that job. That's exactly right. That's How it needs to
0: be, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah." Agreed. Who cares mm-hmm. about Hollywood status? Get the person that fits the role. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. But anyway, well, well, since we mentioned Mark Hamill, here's another reason. Uh, he was at the, They did a Star Wars panel at San Diego Comic-Con where they uh, started with J.J. Abrams and a couple other people. I should probably know their names, but I don't. <laughs> uh, then they brought out the whole new cast, and they did a panel talking for a little while. And uh, at that point, they brought out... I don't know what the creature's called, but it's some kind of a... uh, I think they've showed it in sneak peek videos before, but it's uh, one of the Tatooine uh, like street-walking animal things. He kind of looks like a hunched-over camel that's walking on two legs. He has a big backpack on that has a bunch of little birds and stuff coming out of it. But it's a puppet, and it takes five people to operate. But they brought this thing out on stage and showed it off to the audience. And it looked awesome. It looked sweet. Face was moving, little twitches at the nose. It wasn't just sitting there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All the little birds in his uh, big cage that he was wearing on his back all had their heads looking around, doing all their own thing. It looked real. It looked incredible. There was so many geek going on. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, including me, man. I was like, no <laughs> way! Get out of here! But, uh, yeah, then after that happened, they brought out uh, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, and Harrison Ford. And getting to the point I don't think he'd be a good Joker back to Brem saying he's a little too round nothing against you Mark but you had man boobs that day (laughs) (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with that I have man boobs there's nothing wrong with man boobs just uh, not for the the Joker not for the Joker that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at there but yeah uh, the Star Wars panel was pretty cool few interesting things though and, Brim, knowing, uh, knowing this person, maybe you can shed some light onto this. Uh, Peter Mayhew, he's in the new Star Wars uh, portraying Chewbacca. He mm-hmm. was at this panel, but was not a part of the panel. He was just in the audience, and at one point they kind of looked out to him, they shine a light on him, he stood up and waved. That was it. I was just very, very curious why they did not make him a part of that panel.
3: I had no idea I, I actually I haven't spoken to them in in a while mm-hmm. I know that they've been very very busy I been they've been there they've been doing a lot of touring and traveling and um, you know I uh, I did reach out not too long ago because of um, what was going on with Build-A-Bear, who I who you know I deal with on uh, you know on the charity side you know build a is is uh, you know I'm affiliated with them at this point and uh, they're putting out a new Chewbacca toy and uh, so I was trying to get in touch with them because I was going to have Bill a bear send him a couple of the, of the toys. So um, what do you call it? But I, I haven't heard back. I was assuming because they were filming or doing something or we traveling. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wish I had an answer for you. I hmm. I have no answer whatsoever, and I think that's ridiculous. Maybe they just did they not have enough room on the stage? Is, is
0: that what it was? That could be. The stage was pretty packed. I just hope in any instance that it was maybe his decision. Maybe he didn't want to be a part of it. I just hope they didn't exclude him because he has every right – He's just as crucial as the three that are up there to yeah. the Star Wars. Uh, what's universe.
1: his name that played three PO? Was he up there? No, maybe no. it's just because well, uh, he's in costume, so you wouldn't really know him. Maybe I, I
0: don't know. know. I don't. I didn't get it. But um, <clears throat> anyway, at least they pointed him out, and he got to uh, wave, you know, to the audience. Oh, another cool thing about the uh, Star Wars panel was everyone that was there afterwards was issued a lanyard, and then J.J. Uh, Abrams, the cast and crew. Led everyone that was in that uh, panel down the street to a concert hall where they got to watch a live Star Wars concert. All the music from the new movie being played. Wouldn't that be awesome?
1: Yeah, I've wanted to go to that when it comes around when they tour. That would be so sweet.
0: That would be amazing. But just to, I mean, not only be watching it, but to be there with the cast of the new
1: movie and J.J. Abrams. But wouldn't you be upset because you'd be missing all the other stuff going on at Comic-Con? (laughs) I'm
3: just going to say that. (laughs) Uh,
1: Honestly, no. I would rather say,
0: yeah, I got to sit with the entire cast of Star Wars and listen to the music than, yeah, I got to see that trailer. You know, which a week later is going to be open to the public. So I I think I would definitely do do the concert. That's just me, though.
3: I I think, you know what? Well, I don't know. You know what? It's it's so expensive to do the... uh, to get tickets for people to go to uh, the, the, the event itself, I, I would probably be annoyed if I went and I spent the rest of the day there. You know, if it was something that was like at the end and it was like an after party, that's one thing.
0: Right. Who knows? I don't know what time of day it was happening or anything, but uh, mm. to be a fly on the wall. Yeah. How amazing that would be.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, and I wish I had some answer for you for uh, about Peter. I mean, um, I, that actually surprises me. But if you're talking about the only ones that were up there were, uh, you know, the three of those characters, then I don't know, you know, I, I, then I guess most people weren't up there. But... Yeah, it was just three characters up there, just Luke, Han, and, and Leia?
0: Uh, from the old cast. I mean, the, the, all the new cast was up there as well. It was a long panel. There were a lot of people up there. So it could have been a space issue. Who knows?
3: Maybe a space issue, um, you know, uh, maybe it's, uh, well, you know, remember Pete, ha- his knees, you know, are, are not the best, you know, so right. maybe it was difficult to get him up on the stage, you know. Um, maybe it's something that, that that he physically couldn't go up and do um, you know look in, in the new film you know you could tell um, you know what's him and, and what's not um You know, like, you know, you've got you got him, you know, he's doing all the close ups, all the all the action stuff, you know, running down hallways is not Peter because uh, he can't do that. So, you know, um, but, you know, he is Chewbacca. There is no other Chewbacca, you know, and, and, um, you know, I I, I'd assume there was a, a good reason for him to not be up on the
0: stage. I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was. I just hope he wasn't excluded for any reason. Yeah, and if he was,
3: I'm sure he'll say something about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm going to
0: uh, put a portion of the Star Wars panel, not the whole thing because it was really long, but uh, the last portion of it at the end of this episode uh, along with another panel. So after the episode's over, listeners, stay tuned for that. Uh, moving right along. Speaking of there being too much room up at the uh, panel, was the X Men Apocalypse panel, mm. where Hugh Jackman started by coming out, and they uh, he and Brian Singer were out there talking a little bit, and they shot his audition tape from the very first ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> oh X-Men. really? Yeah, and so they sat there and watched that. And now this is what Hugh Jackman said, not to be taken out of con, comp- not, not that this is going to happen, but he goes. <laughs> Man, I'm looking really old He turns to the audience and he goes Three words for you, old man Logan Mm -hmm. I was going to say that somewhere, (laughs) yeah Yeah. But then he laughed and he just kind of shook it off Take it as you will, you know But as they brought out the uh, X-Men cast And they all sat down, there wasn't a seat left for Hugh And he kind of looked around, where do I sit, where do I sit And they ended up just leaving stage So (laughs) yeah, maybe that was the issue with Peter So who knows But uh, yeah, the X-Men panel looked pretty cool They showed a trailer that I was only able to find a quick snippet of You get to see Apocalypse take his uh, Yeah, I saw that too Hood off, which Standing there with Storm Yeah, yep. and it was blurry So yep. uh, you didn't get a really good look uh, yeah, I'm always curious I want to see how they do his mouth yes. I, Those lines come out from the side and down The blue lips
1: I doing... am eternal Right Yep
0: Jeff, what? what, what do you? I know you have some X-Men hate. you're not looking for this new one to be good?
1: Here's how I don't, I don't want to see it I didn't even look it up <laughs> I just let it be
0: What about you, Brem? You a fan of the X-Men movies?
3: Um, Well, the X-Men was, I mean, X-Men was like uh, my thing growing up. You know, I I loved two things. I love G.I. Joe and I love the X-Men. And, um, you know, the Beast is my favorite character and Mm. this new guy destroyed the Beast, in my opinion. I can't Mm -hmm. stand him. Um, I think he's horrible. I think that Kelsey Grammer was the only real choice for the Beast and even a young Beast, you know, they could have done a lot better than whoever this dude is.
0: I agree with that. Yeah.
3: That, Ruined it for me. Um, I, I I'll watch it. I'm going to see it, you know. Regardless, but I'm just uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Right. I don't know how I feel about it. I, you know. I, I would. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna not watch it. I guess. I guess that if that makes sense.
0: I'm excited for it. I've always right. liked them. Yeah, they haven't been true to the comic books in every aspect, but you know what? What story is with when it's brought to the big screen? What Jeff?
1: Mm. <laughs> no. They even Hello? brought out who the four horsemen are gonna be oh yeah Storm Magneto Psylocke and Angel (laughs) is
3: is Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds in the new X-Men
1: no not that I know of unless
3: they're keeping it under wraps well, just because, you know, I know that there was, um, I don't know if it was, um, who who was it? Was it Stan who, maybe Stan reposted it and that's why I saw it. He did a thing, it was backstage at SDCC and it was like a bunch of people from X-Men and what do you call it, uh, you have Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman and um, what's his face, the uh, Magic Mike dude. Um, uh,
0: Channing Tatum.
3: Chan, Channing Tatum, yeah, I, I, yeah another dislike. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what do you call it uh, yeah like so I don't know I don't know I don't know if that was just because I know that was backstage the, the, I believe it was them talking about X-Men or something but you know I don't know I think it would be cool I think it would be good to have him in there but you know yeah. again again they, they're they uh, Marvel the way Marvel's handling, you know, um all of the the popular mutants because they're not even allowed to call them mutants anymore. Um is it wait, is it the comics that are not allowed to call them mutants or are the movies not allowed to call them mutants? I, I don't the even movie. remember yeah, anymore. Yeah, the movies, it's the, the movies. movie, you know. I mean and they're they're I just think they're look, they didn't they kill off Deadpool
0: in the comics? Uh, yes, in
1: all oh, in the comics, yeah, I believe they did. Or yeah, did they, they just end it? they killed him I haven't read that one yet though I don't know I mean, he'll come back it's, yeah they all do he'll go back
3: <laughs> and they killed Wolverine you know what I mean and they're, they're killing all of the uh, all the popular characters off you know because you know, they're just trying to ruin the franchise for the films you know um, I, I don't know I don't know I'm just um, don't mind me I, I think no yeah you're th- totally
0: right I mean we saw the death of uh, Wolverine what was that the end of last summer something like that uh,
1: something like that yeah yep
0: which was a good yeah. good series, but uh, yeah, there hasn't been anything
1: since. Now his daughters taking this place. Yeah, which X-23. would be interesting. And
0: why? There's no new- <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, a few things we got from the Apocalypse trailer. One, uh, James McAvoy, who's going to be playing Professor X, uh, just as he has in the past couple of movies, is this time going to be bald? Yes. I don't know. If-
1: I saw a picture. He looks weird bald. He it's different. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
0: But I, I don't know if it uh, happens during the movie or if the movie just starts with him being bald. But, yeah, that's supposed to happen. And uh, Magneto, which is... Who plays him again? Michael Fassbender. Fassbender, yes. Uh, I guess his character is supposed to start like he's given it all up. He has a big beard. He's living off in the woods somewhere in a cabin. Sounds like more something Wolverine would do. Mm. But uh, he's removed himself from it. And eventually he obviously gets pulled back into it. So... I'm really anxious to see that movie. That's next year's release, but I'm also going to put the the panel for that was only about twenty twenty three minutes, I think. So I'm going to put that at the end of this episode as well. So stay tuned for that. Jack, we got some uh, news on a lot of these new uh, what Marvel and DC shows like Daredevil, Arrow, and Flash.
1: You want to spearhead that? Yeah, Daredevil. This was a just a quick one. Uh, everyone knew that knows that the Punisher is going to be in the second season. Mm. Uh, played by John Bernthal. I'm not sure what he's been in. I'm oh, not either. But John it's... John Bernthal is the one who played Shane on Walking Dead. No, oh, that's right. He is from Walking Dead. I, he is? Yeah. Don't watch that show. I,
0: yeah, he's he's, he's all
1: right. <laughs> and also, Electra is going to be in it. Also, played by Elodie Jung.
0: Of course. Yeah. I have no idea who that
1: is. I don't know. She he's... she's been in one other thing. I can't remember what it was. But uh, yeah.
0: That's cool. I got to see a picture of uh, that guy as Punisher on the internet. He looks pretty good. He looks good. Yep. Yeah. He's just going to add such an, another aspect to that show. Not that it needs it. The show is fantastic. Mm-hmm.
1: Go ahead. Uh, also, season four of Arrow, uh, there was a panel that when the lights came off, it was Stephen Amell dressed as Arrow playing Arrow and gave a quick speech in his new suit, which looks way better than the suit he's had on the last three seasons. And he's actually going to be called the Green Arrow in the show.
0: Is he going to have, like, that Robin Hood hat finally? No, or... he's
1: still wearing... Just got the hood. <laughs> I don't think they'll ever bring the Robin Hood hat in. I hope oh, not. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, but... Well, I'll go at you. Go ahead and uh, tell what The Flash is, and then I'll make my point.
1: In <laughs> Season 2 of The Flash, they changed his logo to look like the original logo, having a white background instead of a uh, red background. A lot of fans were pretty mad about that the whole time. And also, Jay Garrick, the original Flash... The guy with the tin hat's going to be making an appearance in the second season. So my point
0: is, if old tin hat can come back, why not Green Arrow's Robin Hood hat? <laughs> uh,
1: also, Professor Zoom, one of the Flash's villains, which is kind of like Reverse Flash. It's just a different guy. Right. He's <laughs> a lot faster. Um, he's going to be in it. Also, Wally West, a.k.a. Kid Flash, which I'm excited for, to That's see. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: They're bringing a lot of people in, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna. They, they've they already opened up like alternate dimensions, so they'll be able to do Earth 1 and 2, which they've said. Wait, hold on. Now that I think about it, The Flash now, this TV show, he's almost like a kid. He's like, what, in his. eight? He's almost 18, 20? No, he's mid 20s. Mid 20s? Yeah, probably mid 20s. Because I'm thinking like Wally West. I mean. He'll be a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little five year old running around. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'll still watch it, though. That's a good series. I was, Very impressed with it. That's, yeah, that's what I got for Comic-Con for the TV shows.
0: Sweet. Lots to look forward to. Just a couple other quick things here. Uh, Bill Murray made a surprise appearance at San Diego Comic-Con. I could not find out why, and I think he was just there for the sake of being there. But I guess in uh, Hall H, wherever all the big stuff is supposedly supposed to happen, he just... Was seen walking up the hall singing, and it made me uh, think of
1: Star Wars. No, it
0: Lounge singer. Yeah. <laughs> well, how cool would have that been? Just to be walking along, and there's Bill Murray. Yeah. Son of a gun. I'd have been too. I don't think I could have gone up and say anything to him. I'd just be afraid to be like piss off or something, you know. But,
1: I'd just be cracking up like I did, in like in Zombie Land when he was dying. He was oh just, yeah. <laughs> just sitting there laughing the whole time because he was so funny. It's like even when you're not trying to be funny, you're yeah. funny. <laughs>
0: Alright, one other thing here It has been announced, I better pull details on this That in the comic universe There's another pair up You know, we've had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Ninja Turtles With the Ghostbusters And uh, I know the Turtles were with the X-Files people for a while Then there was Transformers and Ghostbusters maybe All kinds of crossovers like that Now we're getting Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Coming into one book I think it's going to be, what was it, a four-part
1: series? four or six, I think, probably four Let me see here
0: and, and uh. I'm just, you don't like that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gotta look at it as like a what if. You remember Marvel's what ifs here? Yep.
1: Do they still do the what ifs? Every once in a while, the last one they did, I think, was uh, Age of Ultron.
0: Okay, I always enjoyed oh, yeah. the what ifs
1: because you get to see know. these
0: kind of scenarios that yeah, this could happen, but it's not going to. You know, it's not affecting what you already know. Well, I built the but... what if machine. <laughs> <laughs> Good news, everyone. <laughs> But yeah, it says, I'm going to read this word for word. In the ongoing power struggle between the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, General Crane, and the Foot Clan, allegiances have shifted and the battle lines have been drawn. Crane contacts, or excuse me, Crane concocts a plan to rid himself of both Turtles and Shredder by transporting them to another dimension, where they land in the dark and dangerous streets of Gotham. Mm. Yeah, it isn't long before they encounter Gotham's most famous resident, Batman, the Cape Crusader. Maybe their only hope of overcoming their enemies and getting back home, but not before they encounter a whole cast of Gotham's most infamous rogues. That's going to be crazy. (laughs) It's, yeah, uh, again... I mean, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with Brim about this. I love yeah. Batman, and you know how I feel about the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. But uh, it's a very unnatural pairing. But again, it's just a quick mini series, so I think it'll be fun to read. Mm-hmm. But that's supposed to be, what, November, I think? Uh, October, November, I think it was. So coming right up. Yeah.
3: I'm the Joker. I'm a human. But then I've got these crazy mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> that are ninjas <laughs> that are going to kick my ass. I mean, come on. Why
1: not? Come on. Yeah. Roll with it. Roll with no. it, Brim. No. <laughs> running out of ideas.
3: You know what? Know. You know what? Yeah, be original. Forget about it, man. It's it's almost it's almost as as good as the whole Scooby-Doo meets WWE
4: crap. <laughs> <laughs>
5: All
3: right. Touche. Touche. You know, good I, point. Come on, man. It, it, you know, and and look, I, I can I can I can totally get into the fact of all right you know um forget about reality and just you know enjoy it for what it is hey look i come from the world of professional wrestling okay (laughs) i know i understand that and you have to kind of have you know get get, you know just kind of you know push away reality and and just get involved in what you're reading or watching and so forth but but come on man no you know it's just. yeah, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good point. yeah because I do cringe every time I see those kind of things. Uh, Scooby-Doo and the Harlem Globetrotters,
1: Trotters or uh... hey Batman was with Scooby-Doo at one point too. Yeah, yeah but that, <laughs> see, that wasn't right though.
3: But still even then, but see now here. Now
1: now let's now let's
3: take it from a different standpoint. Those were fun those were funny yeah those those were amusing and it was enjoyable to watch because it was meant to be hokey now if you took the teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah dude yeah those guys that you're totally tubular and all those you know let's have some pizza and you know have them in the old school batman cartoon like a scooby-doo style thing Mm, that that would work yeah that would work Put turtles in, and put the put those turtles with Batman and and uh, you know and and even Robin the, the the boy nothing and you know take them <laughs> put them in with with uh, you know um, uh, the Ninja Turtles and and Scooby Doo and, and yeah man that'd be a great show.
1: But, I agree, yeah. that would be cool. What if it's the Batman, the new Batman with a big suit? No, no, <laughs> I don't think so. There I were a, the a pictures of
0: it, and he just looked like a uh, classic Batman. And that's and, good. Uh, I just hope it's drawn, and no offense, not that it was bad art to the uh, Ghostbuster and Turtle crossover. I just wasn't a big fan of it. The very abstract I think it's body shapes and the, mm. yeah.
3: What's the point? There's no point to it. Yeah. There's no, po- there's no reasoning behind it. What the hell is the point? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. What do they think? that The, the Ghostbusters? Did they think that the Turtles were
0: some kind of a ghost? You know? I mean? <laughs> that would probably make more sense than what they ended up going with. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> they cross dimensions, as they do, as they're going to do in this one. So, yeah, not the strongest plot line, but just to see a few pages, few panels of Batman and the Turtles side by side. That, that's kind of built for me. I just, but which version of the Turtles? Uh, uh, boy, oh, boy.
1: I'd rather the original. Be
0: best. I, I, I see what you're saying about the original And working with the original ones In the Batman like 66 kind of era Things that would be cool But with this just having like a Very stereotypical modern Dark Batman with the turtles That are in the IDW series now Because they aren't without their own humor And punchlines and stuff Yet they do carry a serious tone Here and there So that's the merger I'd like to see But who knows I, I doubt it will be I Like old black and white turtles with Batman. Yep. Ooh, there you go. With with, with, with Frank Miller's Batman. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, God. God. that's that's what would be good. Some that's what would terms. be good. Other other than that, you know, no, because the the you gotta remember Batman and the Turtles have both gone through so many different ridiculous changes over the years. Oh, yeah. That, you know, and, and different versions and variations. It all depends on which ones they're going to put together. If they did the dark, you know, the darker, you know, Batman and the, the dark Turtles, that would be good. If they did the, you know, um, Adam West Batman and the totally tubular, you know, Turtles together, that would work. But yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that's that works, you know. Um, uh, yeah.
0: No, I <laughs> totally agree with you
3: but who knows what either. they're gonna do
0: who knows and i think this would probably be a cool thing to throw out to our listeners maybe they could uh tweet us with what they think would be the best uh, batman there and you, yeah. turtle uh genres to team up for this so yeah send it to us uh, we'll say it on the show or give you a shout out or something
3: yeah all right next next thing i'm sorry i'll, I'll shut up no go ahead <laughs> next thing they'll have woody woodpecker or uh, bugs bunny with batman
1: <laughs> my little pony and superman oh yeah. nope. <laughs> soup's it's a brony <laughs> <laughs> yeah it'll work he has glitter on his face oh, God. <laughs> with his jeans wow. and a t-shirt
0: <laughs> all right well that's about all we've got on the san diego uh happenings a lot of cool stuff coming out this year i think i remember last year when we did our recap i, I, I didn't find a whole lot that was over the top just it was a more walking peaks, dead uh, and- stuff Ant-Man like and, that. and uh right.
1: like, uh, Game of Thrones type stuff. It wasn't so yeah. much. DC owned it this year, big time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we a lot to look out for. All right. With all that behind us, let's turn our attention over to Brimstone. And, uh man, I don't even know where to start with you. We talked about so much when we had you on last time. You know, uh, your wrestling career, Hound Comics, and, uh, you know, all your barbecues, hot sauces, uh, action figures. I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg. So... What's new with you, Bram? I noticed, or I, you mentioned a little bit ago Grindhouse Radio, and I think the last time we had you on, that was just in the works. I think you were just getting ready to record the first episode. So uh, how's that come along?
3: Well, I mean, we uh, we, we actually did a, the first episode, um, wound up launching last week on Thursday. Um, we signed on with Toxic Radio, which is a great, great um network um you know i I watched the guy we got i had a lot of offers for a bunch of different radio shows from podcasts and so forth and and um you know so i had the idea for a while it's not that i you know it was something fresh but it was something i've wanted to do and and um you know mike uh from over at toxic had told me he said listen you know if you ever want to do a show i'd love to have you and i said you know everybody's asked me i said but this is you know the first time that i've actually considered and uh, we went back and forth, and then, um, you know, I hooked up uh, with with a couple of my people over in Hound, um, you know, Zambo and Kim, and um, I said, "Look, this is uh, what we're what we can do," and we talked it over, and we said we're going to do it, and we launched last thursday uh there was a little snafu because you know we're the only ones that are outside of the area sending in our our stuff to them so there was a little bit of an issue um so the launch was a little shaky we only had half a show on and it went on late but then they rebroadcasted on friday to which we had a really nice listenership and um yeah the show went off you know so it was it was great um you know it was a lot of we're having a lot of fun with it it's it's basically just uh you know us sitting around around bantering just like we would in the office or on the road or on a red carpet you know what i mean so it's it's uh it's going to be a lot of fun uh, a lot of my friends came through it was it was very very cool i um we made the decision that we were we were going to start and and launch the first show um literally with about two three days uh, before wow. before before we did it and uh we really didn't do much prep i didn't i didn't think we needed like this big ginormous hurrah um you know to let everybody know we were doing it especially since I wanted to make sure that we were going to get all our um, all our uh, rocks off you know what I mean before before everybody you know would start watching Uh, I've been listening so um, but all all my friends I I let them know hey we're doing the show you know and I got a ton of um of of all different drops from all different people um you know it, it was it was just so much love in a couple of days that we just you know we we had we had a lot of fun with it and and uh i felt that the the first show went went very very well and i'm psyched for the second one you know we're, we're gonna be recording that uh within the next day or so
0: nice man you ought have to let us know this is something you can download and it's something that's uh, broadcast at a certain time on this radio station
3: yeah, well, on Thursdays at 7 o'clock on uh, Toxic Radio, if you go to tune TuneIn, um, what do you call it? You can get it, uh, Toxic Radio, there. Uh, you can go on their website, toxicradio.net. And um, what do you call it? Right now, we're just doing the uh, the shots, you know, 7 o'clock on Thursdays, Eastern Standard. Um, you can't download it after yet. We're going to be working on that and doing the iTunes thing and the whole nine yards. Uh, but at this point, we just we jumped into it really quick. So we didn't set that up yet. Um, um, to be completely honest. And, uh, we're also in the process of dealing with all the other, uh, places that we're going to be simulcasting and some, was it called? Simulcasting. Yeah. Simulcasting right. and, uh, syndicating. So, you know, th- there's, there's uh, at least about five, six other, uh, radio shows and, and podcasting, um, you know, uh, companies from all around the, the, the country, uh, who are interested in, in having us, you know. Be, be with them as well so what we're going to do is we'll represent toxic and and we'll, we'll also represent everybody else but toxic will be the, uh, the the main one and then eventually um as discussed with toxic you know we're going to be pushing it into our own channel on hound um, you know, and branching out from Hound, you know, because obviously we have Hound Entertainment Group, so uh, we want to have the whole um, the whole shebang hosted, essentially, eventually on uh, houndentertainment.com So this way, you know, people can can come to us, and we'll have you know a whole ton of different shows, which would we'll hopefully have Candare on there as well at some point, and, and hey. the whole uh, the whole uh, you know shebang. So yeah, that's that's the goal. You
0: know, just everybody... give us the word, man. We'd love to be on the Hound Network. Oh, it's going to be fun, man. And, you know, it's it takes a little bit at a
3: time, but, you know, we all work together and, and we have a good time together. Um, and one thing that we're going to be doing, aside from, you know, having friends on, like celeb friends and, and you know, just uh, that genre, um, I'm going to actually be bringing on guys like you, you know, who, um, you know, hosts from different shows that I've had the privilege of working with over the years and, and talking to, and, you know, people that can, you know, talk well and have good banter and, you know, will be able to come on as guests and guest host on our show, you know, with us uh, when we have that capability. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We want to show some love back, you know, to everybody who's worked with us in the past. So
0: that'd be blast. Special uh, guest, yeah. Cab there Yeah, how do you like the sound of that, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be Still awesome, get- man. Just let us
3: know. Absolutely, it's it's in it's in progress now. Um, what do you call it? Like I said, we're we're right now we're working on the um, shows week to week. Um, we have a couple different studios that we could record out of, but we really wanted to do it out of Hound. So we did the first broadcast out of Hound, but you know we we can have such better quality if we um you know if we do it in one of the studios. So we're just we're just trying to you know work on our options, and uh, you know it really comes down to timing. You know where um, my schedule is extremely tight as it is and uh you know f- trying to find the the, the time to go in and and do the whole uh, shebang gets a little difficult if it's not right directly where I already am. You know, I spend a lot of my life, unfortunately, in in house and you know right, and uh, at hounds. You know, working. Uh, you know, because and if I'm not traveling, so you know, for me, you know, it, it's easy that if I say, okay, we are going to do it in house, which is um, you know, then then I don't have to worry about getting to a studio to do studio time and you know worry about you know uh, getting there and 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 so forth like it, it's just easier you know uh, i hope hey. i'm making sense oh no
0: absolutely you know
3: um <clears throat> we're also going to be able to do the stuff on the road you know but it'll it'll be a lot of fun you know what i mean we're, we're gonna have a good time and um yeah yeah it's it's uh, if anybody wants to tune in hopefully they'll listen to us and enjoy us uh bantering as well if you like to can dare you like us if you like us you like can hey
0: so, i like the sound of that yeah Hey, we can put a uh, link on the website over to where that show would be. Oh, yeah. Awesome. appreciate it. We awesome, appreciate man. It. Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. So yeah. what else is new in the world of Brimstone since we talked to you last? Well, I um, I actually launched the
3: new uh, Ultra Hot Sauce. I'm pretty sure you guys didn't know about that, right? No, no. Uh, I, I added on a new Ultra. I did a rebrand of all, of all the... Uh, of all the sauces and seasonings. So that, that right off the bat, you know, was a, a big one. We did all the sauces and seasonings relaunch, uh, rebrand. So they're all the Brimstone brand at this point, uh, rather than the Food Hound brand because the Brimstone band sells more. So oh, that's to, to be honest. Um, even though people <laughs> love, people love the Foodhound brand, uh, you know, from our, our, the food series, uh, they wanted to, they, the people relate more to the Brimstone brand. So I switched them over and, um, yeah, it, it worked out really, really well. And, and then, uh, since I was doing that, I said, "Well, why not make a new sauce to go along with the rebrand?" So we did uh, Brimstone's Necrocide, which is like death in a teeny tiny bottle. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it, it is. Uh, it is not for the. It's not for the weak of heart or the non-tolerant. Um, it's about six to six and a half million on the uh, Scoville scale. And uh, yeah, I, you know what? Because you know, every time I'm at the events, when I'm sitting there and I'm at the events, and they're like brim you know what's the hottest thing you got and i'm like well i have the sweet and savory stuff but, well we want hot we want to burn our mouths out and everything else that uh, every other orifice we could think of so um you know I, I figure all right well you know what instead of instead of just doing the uh, the bumble stuff because you know i have the bumblefoot product under uh, under our label as well and um what do you call it? you know bumble has you know his ultra hots are ridiculous hot so i was like you know what I, you know a brimstone should have an ultra hot brimstone should have a, a you know crazy hot so this is what I'm going to do and, and yeah so there was necroside an and you know you get it from the bottle itself and you look at it and you go oh snap that's going to be bad um, <laughs> you know but it's delicious don't get me wrong it's delicious but if you have no tolerance it's going to tear your heart out and then you know shove it right back up somewhere else
1: <laughs> I can take heat along, as long as it has good flavor Mm. Oh, Absolutely. great flavor!
3: Yeah, it's sweet with a with with delicious flavor in there. The flavor behavior is rocking, baby. But you know, it's it just comes down to the tolerance. You know, as long as you have tolerance, you'll taste the flavor and you'll enjoy the, the you know the the sauce itself. Like we did, like I said in Jersey this past weekend, I probably went through about 40 bottles of it. I mean, you know, it was it was insane. You know, that that is now rivaling my sweet heat treat, which is my sweet chili sauce um, on sales like that one, and my um, my uh, what do you call it, um, uh raspberry vodka barbecue sauce. So, those are those are now my, my three top sauce sellers. Yeah. And the awesome sauce. But awesome sauce, most of the time, they don't even care what it tastes like. They just like the name.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to try that one yet. The awesome mm-hmm. sauce. It was sold out when I went. Oh, yeah.
3: Was
0: it? I hear that, Brim? Sold out. Nice. Nice.
3: <laughs> no. That's a good thing and a bad thing. Because when you sold out, that means you can't make any more money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went there just for that, too. Yeah, I love my awesome sauce, man. Sweet pineapple teriyaki glades. Ooh,
0: boy, that sounds
3: delicious. They all sound good to me.
0: Yeah, Yeah, they are really
3: good. I could just sit there and just say, say, say what each one is, and like, what is it? The cherry bombs. Uh, cherry bourbon barbecue sauce. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I think you got a, a cherry chocolate bourbon finishing sauce. Urgh, it's so delicious. <laughs> and then you got a sweet chili hot sauce. The hot sauce, it's so good. You know, I mean, look, it's just, they're sexy. They're sexy flavors. They're sexy. The bottling is sexy. Hell, the name is sexy. Might as well take it and enjoy it and, and uh, you know, just nom, 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 eat that sauce up. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> I'm going to put some sexy music behind when he was doing there you go yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's gonna be they, good oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> fun. i'll enjoy that
3: yeah <clears throat> it's it's just it's just cool um Absolutely. the other thing that uh the oh there's two other things that you may or may not know about did you know that i launched my candy line
0: i had seen on instagram uh pictures of candy uh like sitting with bottles of hot sauce but i wasn't sure exactly what you had launched
3: yeah, yeah, I launched um the the Brimstone line of uh candy. Um right now there are three different choices. Um I'm going to be increasing that sometime shortly. Um but we have the uh, Wasteland Sand and we have uh Frozen Furnace and we have the uh Grub Munchies. And the Grub Munchies are like little uh little nerds. That's what they kind of like. Oh. Um, yeah, it's, it's, they're just bigger and they, they're just so flavorful and, um, the Wasteland Sand and Forest and Furnace are just, you know, they're like, um, kind of like a pixie dust. So, um, the, the cool thing about it is, um, you know, I, I always wanted to do candy, but I, I didn't want to do like crap. Um, so the, <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's a double-edged sword. <laughs> um, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, I wanted something tasty and delicious. I didn't want it to be, like, you know, um, non, not good tasting, I guess you'd say. So, um, what do you call it? I, I, the, the company I'm dealing with, um, the woman who owns the company, her father, who is active with the company, is actually the creator of um, Jelly Belly's Jelly Beats. So, yeah, it's really good stuff.
0: That's awesome, man! I can't wait. Now, is that going to be uh, as accessible as, say, the hot sauces are? Where can we find this candy?
3: Yes, get it off uh, off the websites. I know it should be up on my website soon. Um, if it's not on the Hound website yet, it will be soon enough. Um, what do you call it? We just had a uh, we switched over our um, um, what do you call it? the store on the back end of the Hound site. So I know Frank, our CIO, is is amazing, and he's been. Working, you know, tirelessly to to get that all squared away and taken care of, and at the same time trying to get everything up and running on my official site as well. Um, you know, because my my page needed an update for quite some time. We we've uh, kind of been uh, slacking on that <laughs> because we spend so much time doing Hound. It's time to kind of you know uh, bring Brimstone back to life a little bit, and um, you know that was. That was the case, uh, with that, you know, uh, so we, we should be getting it up on the website pretty soon, um, if it's not there already. Now, the other, um, the other thing that's really, really cool, and I don't know if you guys, uh, knew about it or not, but I have, um, what do you call it? The, uh. The collectible brimstone vinyl is gonna be out very, very shortly. Oh, the pop vinyl figure. Well it's not pop, but it, it is it is uh, three it's by three coconut monkey. But um I think it's cuter than a pop character because it's me.
1: We talked and, about that uh, last time. It was it wasn't out yet. It was you had gotten the first okay. one I think sent to you. Yeah, we- Good, good, good. Okay. Well, it should be launching within the next few weeks.
3: I should have in-house and available. Um, Very excited about that. That's one of my bucket list things. So, uh, yeah, I was very, very psyched about that. And, um, you know, the whole thing with Funko, I mean, Funko had interest in in doing the Brimstone brand. And, uh, you know, then all of a sudden they just... You know, let it drop. They stopped calling me back, um, which was weird. So I don't know what the deal was with that. Maybe I'm not a big enough star
0: for them. I'm sorry. It happens. Uh, well, it we, is, we're behind you, Brim. And yeah. We want a little Brim right here in the studio, I think, to look on us as we uh, do our episodes. We'll have to get one of those. We don't like Funko. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never been a fan of pop vinyl figures, uh, yeah, really. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it'd be cool I, to have a Brim figure in here. Well, thank you
3: very much. Hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully you guys will do that. Um, but you know, I, I you know, I like the pop stuff. Don't get me wrong. I, do, I think that there's an overabundance of it. But I do I do think that the uh, the some of the pop stuff is really freaking cute. Like I got this past weekend. I got um uh, like a mini Bruce. You know the, the Funko Bruce from Jaws. Not Jaws. Uh, not Jaws. Um, from Finding Nemo. Oh, oh okay. yeah 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 fish are friends not food yeah. <laughs> so yeah so i had i got a little ham and um i got a little sookie stack house for my wife for the office and uh what do you call it i also got her a um uh, an edward scissorhands and i broke down and i'm not I, like i said i don't get a lot for myself when it comes to that stuff but i broke down and i got myself a lionel
0: oh i didn't know they had those yeah it's it's flipping adorable bro it is really it's
3: it's cute as hell isn't it scary hearing a guy like me say it's a cute thing yeah no, <laughs> okay. it is.
0: not really it's, i mean i've seen them and they are cute they are adorable it's just i'm i'm a i've got an addictive personality i mean look around this room right now here guys i've got toys mm. everywhere you start thinking i'm just going to get one uh, maybe one more won't hurt, and then before you know it, you have a whole freaking shelf behind you here full of stuff you don't know where to put.
3: Oh yeah, well y- you guys have to see my um, my my uh, in my office. The uh, I have one of the big executive desks, and then behind me is one of the big executive like uh, you know tower you know back. Things with the you know um, uh, like the bookshelves on the inside oh, yeah, and the final cabinet, you know like all those big jammies and you know the whole top is filled with with stuff stuff and things so yeah and now I have no idea where to put anything I was trying to figure out where to put those two characters that I just got and I'm like I don't know where the hell I'm gonna put them because <laughs> you know and I got them specifically for my office I wanted them I was like oh these will look cool on my desk I need these I need you know it was Shark Week it's Shark Week and I got Bruce, hell yes, you know, and I am psyched. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, oh man, where am I gonna put them am wow. I gonna put this oh, I, I know you can, I can't. Yeah, I can't take it out of the box. You know, that would be sacrilege. So, you know, for me to take it out of the box would be bad. So that means I had to have room for the entire box, and then you know, putting the boxes on top of each other. And I don't want them to be like, yeah, I don't know, I don't want them to take over my desk either. So, I don't know. It is what it is. It's feeling. I have one of my guys, one of my guys Kevin, he takes them all out of the boxes and he has them all over his desk. It's it's crazy. It's like uh nuts. he's got all, all his toys. He just got another, he got a Darth Maul and he got an Ant-Man and he <laughs> this past week again. So he just put them on his desk today. So, uh, uh, was yeah. it the
0: uh, loot crate Ant Man? No, wait, wait. The new where where there's a new loot crate Ant Man. Or excuse me, it wasn't loot crate. I'm sorry, sorry the, was Marvel, box. Marble, yeah, the marble Marvel box. Marvel box. I'm oh. sorry.
3: I was gonna say, um, I'm a loot crate ambassador, and I did not get. It. <laughs> I did not get an then.
6: Ant Man. <laughs>
3: hell no. I'd be calling them up. They'd send me a couple up. They're awesome over there. Um, and yeah, just so you know, and and anybody out there, any of your. Any of your fans out there um, who is interested in Loot Crate, listen, you want to save some money, I'm going to do something special for you guys right now. If you go to lootcrate.com backslash brimstone and you put in the keyword brimstone, it's going to save you 10% on your entire subscription. So uh, there's a gift from me to you. So, uh, yeah, right, decent of you there, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> save yourself some money and, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, give yourself a good old box, a good old box. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're great over there. I love Luke Crate, but, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't see the, uh, the Marvel Ant-Man one. Um, although on Tuesday, tomorrow, I'm going to the, the, uh, pre-, the, the premiere of, uh, not the premiere, the, uh, the pre-showing, uh, previewing of, uh, of Ant-Man. I'm going to see that tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. really? Man, So, uh, yeah, I may or may not let anybody know what I'm thinking, you know. <laughs> um, Another I am one of those
0: brimstone it. perks.
3: <laughs> I I, well, if you guys were in the area, I could have gotten you tickets.
0: Ah, uh, You're in Pennsylvania, right? Uh, we're in Ohio, a little bit farther.
3: That's right. Ohio. My bad. I forgot. I'm sorry. That's all right. Don't be mad at me. I I, w- I actually had access to Pennsylvania too, so I could have gotten you into Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We can yeah, Pennsylvania. Drive
0: over the border there quick. Right.
1: I don't know if I'm gonna go all the way out to Philly. <laughs> oh, geez, that's a that's a drive. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll wait the extra few
0: days rather than take that drive. Yeah,
3: and I'm I'm kind of psyched for for this. Um, <laughs> I originally had no interest whatsoever, like no interest at all, and then uh, I realized that. Um, you know, who was playing Ant-Man, and I was like, wait a minute, this is good, this could be very good, and uh, every single commercial I've seen for it, every preview I've seen for it, it just looks better and better, so I'm kind of I'm kind of really amped about tomorrow night, to be honest.
0: It looks really cool, and I'm excited to see, uh, I don't know, one of my favorite movies growing up was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and I just loved the whole, uh, how everything was uh, gigantic to yeah. that, so I'm like, anxious to see the how they do that in this movie. One thing I wasn't grooving with the trailer were all just the quick little one-lighters from Paul Rudd, like, why don't you pick on someone your own size? Really? (laughs) Come on! You can do better than that.
3: (laughs) Well, you know what? Paul Rudd is great in everything he does. And I yes. said it before, and I'll say it again right now. A classic line, slapping the bits. Sla- slapping the bits. <laughs> you know that one? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. Slapping the bits. <laughs> the bits. You know, love that. Paul Rudd is effing hilarious. And, um, and honestly, if it weren't for him, I would have no interest in the movie. Really? Yep. No interest whatsoever. Wow. Always no interest. Not at all. And... Um, I mean, it's like it's like for me, it's kind of like, all right, let's put out a movie and uh, for the Wasp. Like,
1: <laughs> OK, <Right. Well. laughs> the Wasp. Yay, the Wasp. <laughs> yeah, I think he's helping yeah. sell the movie a little bit.
0: He's he's just one of those characters that when you're telling the overall scape of the Marvel story, you can't leave him out. He's so uh, important to yeah. all these stories that we've read over the years
3: incorporate him in a way that makes sense but then again like i said the fact that they're using paul rudd it's smart and i'm yeah. down with that i'm down with the ant-man and being paul rudd it's very cool
0: i'm sure it'll be great everything marvel puts out's been amazing can't wait to see it in 3d that would be the movie be to catch too. in 3d this summer for sure
3: yeah it should be cool it should be very cool
0: um yeah so we're doing that
3: tomorrow night um also on monday um i'm doing a, something really really cool um that I, I don't get to do as often as i would like um but i, I don't I'm, I'm assuming you guys know that i do a lot of charity work and a lot of philanthropy and yes uh, yes well really cool. i was just i was just in um did you guys see i was just written up on uh in NBC for uh, my philanthropy as well on cause celeb you're kidding me no we didn't yeah. see that it's the second time that that, that they've uh, they've done something on me. Um, it's called Cause Celeb. It's um, it's all about um, celebrity philanthropy and um, what do you call it? They just did a big thing on me because I, I do, you know, uh, as as your, your listeners may or may not know, I'm, I'm the celebrity spokesperson for the Stanley Foundation. So um, what do you call it for on that on that front? You know, I do a lot of uh, pushing and promotion for them. Um, I also deal with UCP, um, the United uh, United Cerebral Palsy Foundation of NASA county um i also deal with um you know the empire saber guild uh with uh, saint mary's foundation um you know and and a ton of different other uh foundations that i i have you know uh something to do with in one way shape or form so i actually they i got had highlighted um those three different foundations on nbc uh that was a lot of fun it was it was very um I was very appreciative of, uh, of NBC for, uh, for doing that spotlight on me, you know, they, uh, they reached out and, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's always an honor and a privilege, you know what I mean? To, to, be, um, you know, uh, given, given, you know, cause I don't do it for anything other than doing the right thing. And, um, you know, to be, to, to have that, that, uh, spotlight on you, um, is always a wonderful, appreciative thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. Uh, you know, like just to say, hey, we know you're doing it and we know you're working hard and, and trying to help people and trying to make a difference. And, uh, you know, we recognize it. And that that meant a lot. Um, matter of fact, and I was just on um, WBAB, WBLI, which are two different, uh, two of the, the largest. Uh, radio, the the you know FM radio here in New York, um, right. they're the biggest rock station, the biggest pop station, and uh, it's owned by Cox Media Group, and um, they simulcast on both those uh, both their stations. A big interview with me this past weekend, um, you know, talking about the same three foundations, which was uh, very cool. Um, what, what do you call it? Uh, but on on Monday. Um, I'm actually going to be going. I'm doing a, um, a surprise, not for the people at the, the school, but for the students themselves. Like, uh, you know, the, the head people know I'm coming. I'm not just going to show up and go, hey, guys, how you doing? Uh, but um, <laughs> I'm going to do the uh, the United Cerebral Palsy uh, Foundation in Nassau County. Wow. Going to be uh, I'm going to be dropping in there to see uh, all their students um, from young to old. Uh, what do you call it? I'm spending the entire day. I'm going from like 930 to... Like four thirty or nine thirty or three thirty or something like that. I actually have my friends from Build a Bear are going to be sending over about a hundred, a um, hundred different, a uh, hundred of uh, their Build a Bears for me to hand out to the kids uh, to all the wow. students. Cool so I'm going to be doing that I'm going to be taking pictures and uh, signing autographs for the kids and uh, you know then I'm going to be meeting with the uh, with the older uh, with the older uh, kids as well as uh, some of the adults that they have there as well Spend the day and and just you know try to you know make some people smile and that's uh that's very exciting because I don't get to do it very often you know and when I do it's I try to do it big because you know you you don't have that that much opportunity you know what I'm saying yeah, like uh, absolutely
0: That's very noble of you, man. And, yeah, Ah. it's cool you finally get some recognition. Well, I guess that you've got some before, but get some more. It's uh, well-deserved. I appreciate it.
3: Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, you, you... Try to do the right thing. And I urge everybody out there, you know, to, to try to just do the right thing, you know, and, um, you know, you, maybe you don't get something back in, in, uh, in a monetary return. Um, one karma helps you out a hell of a lot. And two, what do you call it? It always makes you feel warm inside when you do something good for somebody who needs that, that help or who needs to, to see that somebody cares. So, you know, I urge everybody to go out there, do something charitable in one way, shape or form. doesn't have to be money. You know what I mean? Uh, you know just just take time a little bit of time goes a long way
0: that's awesome man it's it's always a blast to have you on the show and uh, talk about the many things you've got going on I just want to stop and thank you for uh, taking the time to be on here with us man
3: oh, thank you for having me I, I really uh was was looking forward to, to speaking with you guys again and had a blast the last time we spoke and uh, yeah. you know I was I was anticipating another good good night and aside from me ruining every single thing you brought up earlier you know uh, <laughs> I, I, I you know <laughs> i had a good time with you guys as as usual so that's a positive so uh yeah now if, if you're going to talk serious you know you shouldn't bring bringing me on the show come on now
5: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> well no matter what you bring man we love it so thank you so much i want to remind our listeners you can follow brimstone on twitter at entrance to hell.com and uh the hound comics is on twitter as what's that uh at just at hound comics
3: yeah, all, all hound all hound comics social media is at hound comics. Um, and what do you call it? Please shoot us a follow. And um, my personal ones. it sometimes you know they change up a little bit. So um, what do you call it? What I would do is go to entrance to hellcom dot It's my official website. Right on the top now has all of my social media. If it's not there, it's not me. So don't make make sure that anybody who's out there reading message boards or reading you know uh, you're checking out anything online if you want to make sure it's me i only speak in on my official uh in my official network so you know please make sure to check my site to see you know uh, that you're looking at the, the the bright one
0: thank you so much for being with us today oh i appreciate it guys thanks so much
1: jack what's on the website we have our show blog where you can read up on our guests uh look at trailers there's a couple of videos uh photos stuff we talk about on the show the Wall of Heroes, the comic book store, video game store, and movie store. Don't forget to find us on Twitter at
0: Pod and on Instagram at Can underscore Air. Put a visual with what you've been hearing. And also, <clears throat> we are now on YouTube. As we've been saying last few weeks, we have, uh,
1: what, two Loot Crate unboxings? Two, two Loot Crate, Marvel, and TMNT Box. Which we should be some, getting another one of. And that... Uh, bunch of G.I. Joe PSAs. Oh, yeah.
0: These are these are the uh, ones that we've done, not not just uh, us recycling old videos. We've put our own words and stuff yeah, to
1: them. we put our own twists
0: to them. <laughs> we know it's been done, but, hey, these are funnier than hell, so yeah. check them out. They're pretty cool. All right, guys, anything else? That's it for this yeah, week. Nothing. All right, well, until next time, I am Jeremy Collie. Jack
1: Doherty. Jeff Holcomb. And Brimstone.
0: Thanks for listening,
1: everyone.
2: Carrie Fisher?
7: Oh, hi. (laughs) Hi, my darling. How are you? Love the hair. Okay.
2: So, can you give us a little... I'm sure you've been answering this question a lot, but we're all here and... Did I I know it
7: was going to be that big of a hit?
2: (laughs) Well, yes, I was thinking that, but I I was afraid to ask it. But, so, my other question uh, is... what what was the feeling like for you when you walked on a set and you saw this all come to life again? I mean, I know you've you've lived with it for a long time, but to see it so tangibly and to be a part of it again, what was that feeling like?
7: It was like a flashback, kind of. You know, I thought they were right about the... uh... Acid flashbacks. (laughs) No, uh, I didn't think that it was going to uh, happen again. I had to check and see if, you know, it was just me. Is my voice coming out of my mouth? Uh, No, it was, we just, I always said it it was a little bit like before, only we looked more melted this time. (laughs) Uh, But in a good way, that kind of force melted. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And did it feel like you just picked up where you left off before? Did it feel like a new experience?
7: Well, sort of like uh, we picked up where we left off, but we left off a while ago. So it was a long leave off and and then we're back. Now, there were certain times when the three of us were standing together and it was hard to sort of be there and then observe an observer. So, but we're the legacy players. We're known as the legacy people. So I always think it was kind of like a tap dancing troupe or something like that. But it was great. And it was great having the new people because they do it faster.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you know, speaking of legacy people, maybe I should bring out Mark Hamill. Yes, yes. We have a picture of you from 1976, which I'm sure people have seen. Can we throw that up there? There's you from hey! 1976 with hey! the original. Oh, I have that. That's an original Ralph McQuarrie design. I have. I have one of those. Uh, and so this was before Star Wars came out, and you were at a fan convention because that was actually a part of your life before. What are you telling people about Star Wars before it's come out? You're like, I'm in a space movie. I hope you see it. Like, what do you say? At that point?
4: Well, we only had photographs. There was no footage. And I went with Charlie Lippincott, and I think it was in Kansas. We had R2-D2 as a prop. We had C-3PO, although Anthony Daniels wasn't inside the costume. But as you can imagine, with only 25 photographs of various scenes in the movie, it wasn't really easy to describe what it was. Um, But my enthusiasm for it was just off the charts and uh uh i've been a fan i think my first convention i ever went to was at the ambassador hotel in 1972 so i was you know uh, you know i've been a fan since i caught the black and white king kong on television when i was five or six years old and i think the fans understand that i mean i'm you know i'm one of them and they're, obviously, over my career, they've been a really important part of, of, of my life. And, uh, you know, because without you guys, we're nothing.
2: Is there anything, I mean, this is, this is a very momentous occasion, having you guys together on stage like this. I mean, is there anything, a message that you have to the fans who've been on this journey since 1976? Is there anything to take away from it?
4: Wow. <laughs> um, I, I, I just, I, I, like I say, the, well, keep coming back, yes. But no, uh, <laughs> it, you know, it, it, it's hard to describe because when I meet you on the street, everyone has a story. I met my wife at the premiere of Jedi or my son is named Luke or whatever it is. It, it's such a personal connection. And it's, it's very moving to me. It's sometimes hard to absorb the impact you could have had. It's almost like an out of body and experience, uh, you know, because, uh, uh it, it's, I see it put together. It's not me, it's Luke. Uh, but, uh, uh I've, I've never taken it for granted. And like I say, it's, it's, uh, I, am moved by, the uh, the connection to the world i mean now suddenly you become uh you're a friend to the to everyone i mean my my wife and i went to tahiti on our honeymoon thinking there's nobody gonna know about this movie uh way out in this paradise and we were on the back porch of the little hut on the water and i saw a motorboat coming towards the back of you know t- you know coming towards us as it got closer and closer and closer i thought i was losing my mind because at the at the helm was a guy in a darth vader mask <laughs> in tahiti Turns out somebody bought it in Hawaii and, and and came to Tahiti. They were filming a movie. Uh, Dino De Laurentiis was making Hurricane, and the accountant on the film had done Star Wars. He said, you know what really surprised Mark? Drive up to his hut in your Darth Vader mask. <laughs> so. Uh, no,
7: but it's true. When you hear people that they come and they say, you know, I waited to show my daughter. I wanted to make sure I showed my kids. There was something that... You can do as a family, but yeah. you want to make sure you show them at the right time. And then you watch them like, if we don't like the same character, I'm not going to like my kid. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it's a generational thing now. So, you know, my son, who was born when we were doing Empire Strikes Back now, is uh, he's a real Star Wars expert in my family. I hate to tell you guys, I took a Star Wars trivia uh, contest or uh, quiz and flunked. You know, I said, I can't remember what a consola was smuggling. Was it jewels or? You no, know, it was spices. You know, you guys now, I think ownership, I've ceded ownership to the world at large <laughs> years ago.
7: I said
6: it wasn't
5: spices. Oh. You no, crazy siblings.
2: <laughs> uh, JJ, how, I so, uh, just since there, how's. Is Harrison okay? Is, has he been okay? Uh, well, why don't we see for ourselves? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen,
5: Harrison Ford!
2: Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry that I really have to do this. I apologize. <laughs> I made them all take a picture backstage, and I took a selfie, and I completely blocked Harrison Ford in the picture, like an ass. So if everyone could just lean in a little bit. Uh, thank you. Got him. All right. Um, first of all, thank you for coming out, Harrison Ford. <laughs> Are you feeling good? Are you feeling okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Good. How are you? I'm okay. Good. I'm at a Star good. Wars I'm panel. Good, I'm great. Yeah,
6: I'm fine. Thank you very much. Great. They're asking about your foot. My foot. My foot uh, just walked here. Yeah, he seems fine. <laughs> Not just walked, he bounded up the could stairs. How yeah, No, I'm good. I'm really appreciated. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for asking. Of course. Thank you well, course. for asking.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. What... From your point of view, walking back onto the set, working with JJ, seeing Millennium Falcon—like, what what did all that
6: feel like again? <laughs> well, it should have felt ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> it was thirty, you know, thirty four years ago, and and, <laughs> and I've sort of grew up, and uh, <laughs> and yet here I was uh, uh, doing something I did so long ago, and. I will tell you that it felt great. It felt... Mm -hmm. I wasn't so sure it would, but uh, the company uh, was the right company. The director was the right uh, director. Uh, Larry wrote us a a wonderful story, and I was uh, proud and grateful to once again be involved. You know... uh, (laughs) <clears throat> this, uh, the original uh, Star Wars that, that I was part of really was uh, the beginning of, uh, of my working life and uh, I was very, very grateful for the opportunity that I had in that film and for the success of that film and uh, so it was great to be back. Thank you. Of course. I mean... <clears throat>
2: I don't think there was, I don't think there was one person that I knew when we saw that other footage that you released not that long ago, and you do the, we're home. Like, every dude that I knew, I called, like, did you cry? I cried. Did you cry too? You cried. I cried. I cried. I watched three times. I cried three times. So, you know, we all, we all are a part of this as well, and it's so meaningful that the three of you agreed to be in this and really kind of bring us home, all together bring us home uh, in a weird sort of way. So... uh... Ladies and gentlemen, um, maybe you might want to meet Mr. Hugh Jackman!
8: You didn't think I'd miss it? Not in all H. How you guys doing? How you doing down the back? All good? How are you, Chris? Good to see you, man. Oh, hugging up. Um, I've got to say, up until about two days ago, I had no idea that footage existed. Uh, honestly, I never knew someone was filming it. Tom DeSanto was filming it. Someone dug it up. Uh, I think Brian uh, made them find it, and man, have I aged. Holy <laughs> crap. Moving forward, I've got three words for you guys. Old man Logan. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <clears throat> Read into it what you will. Um, listen, it is 16 years since uh, that day, almost, and uh, i got to tell you, playing the legend that is Wolverine is the greatest part I have ever had in my life. I'm biased, I think he's the greatest comic book character ever made. But, Evan, and uh, I have to tell you, I'm here today for one major reason, that is to thank all of you, the fans. Because you are the greatest fans any actor could ever dream of having you are the most loyal, most passionate, you are definitely the most honest, sometimes brutally honest, yes? When we haven't always got it right, you've told us, but you've always been there, and for that I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And uh, I also wanted to say thanks to the uh, worldwide team that is 20th Century Fox, um, led by the man who's been there from the beginning, Jim Gianopulos. Um, this is sounding like an obituary. I hate this. I'm sorry. This is too, I mean, look, I know they killed off Wolverine in the comic books recently, but hey, in the movies he's not dead yet. <laughs> What does that mean? What is in store? Well, what is in store... I want to tell you so bad. But as I promised, this next time is going to be my last time of putting on the claws. One last time. And there it is. (laughs) There it is. Um, But honestly, this has been the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And I thank you guys, but I also, right now, I have to tell you... That's in this movie that we're going to make, uh, it's going to be uh, directed by Jim Mangold, uh, the great Jim Mangold, and, yeah, he's awesome. And we, uh, we have so many great... Th- and I can tell you that the people in this room in particular, the fans in this room, I think it's going to be the best one yet for you guys. That's what I promised you. So I also want to thank, before I uh, leave the stage, I really want to thank one person uh, who helped me bring Wolverine to life, who also gave me my very first United States film job, the one and only the amazing genius, Brian Singer. Come on here, Brian. <laughs> that is literally the first time I've seen you run, Ever, ever, ever. ever. I don't run. Are you okay? I, I made it. Paramedic? No.
9: Uh, that was very emotional. I had never seen that before.
8: I know. It was kind of wild. Uh, yeah. You know that look looked, on my face when I was completely shocked? Like, I had no idea? Because I have never known more in my life that I had not got a job than in that audition. Because when I was auditioning, this is Brian. Uh,
6: OK. Uh, cut.
8: Uh, I don't know. You want to do the second scene? You can do it if you want. Whatever. <laughs> so do the second scene. Uh, cut. OK, yeah, I'd really like it to work out. I was like, what? This is good. never play poker with this man that's all i can tell you
9: i've never offered a man a woman or anyone a role on the spot before it's always done through an agent or an offer or something like that but at that time i got permission and then i walked up to you i remember and there was a camera there and uh, and uh, and said would you do this and then there was a awkward conversation and then because they were and then but it was complicated
8: but, uh, and I didn't have an agent that's maybe why you came up no that that's one. probably
9: <laughs> no and, but also there was a discussion too we had on the steps or after that where I said um, I said whether the film sucks or not you'll be Wolverine for the rest of your life yeah <laughs> so prepare for that which
8: I'm very happy about by the way so yeah <laughs> thank you oh. God bless you. But thank you, man. Oh, thank you. That was the moment that changed my life forever. That was one of those right turns that sent my life in a way better direction. So. Well,
9: mine too. So, love you, babe.
8: Oh! oh. I'll, leave you in your, I'll leave you to it.
9: Uh, well, hang out for a sec. Oh. Uh, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I'd like to well take over uh, uh, and bring out some of our friends, uh, which, if I am left to remember everyone's names, I will fail. So I'm going to leave it... To- To you,
2: thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Here we go. Let's start off with uh, as Quicksilver, Evan Peters. There he comes. All right. As Havoc, Lucas Till. As Jubilee, Lana Condor. As Nightcrawler, Cody Smith McPhee. As Cyclops, Ty Sheridan. Jean Grey, Sophie Turner. Beast, Nicholas Holt. Professor X, James McAvoy. Mystique, Jennifer Lawrence. As Magneto, Michael Fassbender. As Apocalypse, Oscar Isaac. As Psylocke, Olivia Munn. As Angel, Ben Hardy. As Storm, Alexandra Shipp. And writer-producer, Simon Kinberg. Holy craps.
8: Uh yeah, right. I see. No, I see how it works. That's good. No seats left. Got it, no school. Well I got Michael Fassbender's card, I'm all good.
9: No, I mean you don't where you I mean well Yeah,
8: no, I can stand back here.
9: Well no, I mean you don't have to stand here, but you know, you might I don't know. Take a look around and you know. Yep.
10: I'm uncomfortable.
8: There's room <laughs> at the table. There's room? <laughs> can I sit on Jen's lap?
5: Yeah. Like
6: Right. <laughs>
8: Well, I was hoping that
2: was mine. <laughs> and we're done. Thank <laughs> you very much. I mean, that <laughs> could be it.
7: <laughs> well, you we seriously? Have a great one. It it hey.
2: yeah, it's great. Have a great one. Have a great but, one, but, ladies and gentlemen. Hugh Jackman. Hugh, Hugh,
4: Hugh,
9: Hugh. Wait, wait, Hugh, <laughs> Hugh, come back. Wait, 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 Hugh. Hugh, Hugh. Stop. Just, just stop. Hey, wait, no, 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 no. I just wanted to just, uh, I recognize the fact that you've been in every single x-men film
8: right every one yeah. of them yeah up until yeah
9: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. old friend always oh, yeah right remember who the f- video yes. emotional first yes. role of your life guy. I got okay it. all right have a good day i'll see you wow. <laughs> it's
11: like the oh, no. awkward okay. gift that keeps on giving
9: but 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 you know my number because we okay. exchanged that my people really.
8: your people okay, okay great <laughs> see you see <laughs> you
2: jackman again Oh, my God, how are we going to get through all this? Okay, uh, I think we can do it. I can barely see you all the way down there, Simon. Uh, where's that? My... So Hello, Oscar. Good, man. Uh, where's Brian? Brian, there you are. Brian, in the middle. Over here. Uh, so just sort of walk us through a little bit and when, where, where are we and how does this story fit in with the X-Men canon?
9: Let me switch gears for a second.
10: Okay. Right.
2: Okay. Um, stop talking, guys. Sorry. Um,
10: He's always like this on set, too.
9: (laughs) (laughs) They're always talking. Uh, No, uh, um, X-Men Apocalypse takes place ten years after X-Men Days of Future Past in a completely different world. 1983, the world has now accepted mutants uh, thanks to the great heroism of uh, uh, Raven Mystique uh, who prevented uh, this gentleman from uh, causing a war between mutants and humans. Mutants are, for the most part, accepted and embraced by society, in some places, not in every place, and uh, and so it takes place in that world, and that's where we find our characters, and we also find our characters in all very different places. And I guess they can talk about that themselves.
2: Excellent. Um, you know, but I think probably what'll work best is if we can sort of jump into because you did bring something mm-hmm. to show people. If I'm not. Uh, oh yeah. I... Well, okay.
9: Film school disclaimer. Even though it's been a long time since I was in film school, um, this is a, what what. Uh, this is sort of cut and trailer format, but it, it represents maybe only about five weeks of shooting, no, no uh, finished visual effects or anything like that. It's just a little... But, but what it is is a slight taste, I think, of the tone and the essence of, uh, of the kind of movie we're, uh, we're
2: making. So uh, take a look. That seemed to go very well. Oh, that went over. Uh-huh. Congratulations! Is this the first time you guys have seen any of the footage? Is this the first time you've seen the trailer?
11: Yes. Just me.
2: Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> first of all, uh, Mr. McAvoy, uh, you you have the dome now. I so. have the full dome. <laughs> yeah. How did it feel to to actually take on that iconic part of the role did that make you feel like I am finally Professor X
12: it's good because I can now say Patrick Stewart don't have shit on me Uh, (laughs) it's good it's good it's nice it's what I thought I'd always do like right at the beginning of of X-Men First Class but um, obviously we had different ideas so it's nice to finally even though we've messed with the character and We've put them through, put them in different guises and given them slightly different personas than you've seen them in the cartoons and in the comic books and in the movies that we've seen already ever since 1999 and 2000. It's nice to finally adopt that iconic look and pay homage to everything that made all these movies possible, whilst also trying to give it something different each
2: time as well. Excellent. Uh, for for Jennifer Lawrence, is Mist are you are you more Mystique or a Raven in this in this film? Do you think?
11: Um, I'm more Raven, because as we said in the movie that you haven't seen yet, um,
5: <laughs>
2: she didn't want
11: to be the face of a world that she felt like didn't exist.
2: So is it, I mean, for Michael Fassbender, oh. which, which side can you say where Magneto, oh. soak it in, let it
10: happen. Uh, where? Where is Magneto? Which side, can you hear me okay down there? Yeah, I think he's kind of a guy that plays both sides. Yeah, he goes both It's a ways. little misguided. Yeah. Uh, it depends. You know, it's like depends on the day of the week. Uh, <laughs> no, it, you know, he's always that kind of ambiguous sort of villain. So uh, when we meet him in this first film, it's he's more of a, uh, you know, a simple guy. He's just sort of living a normal life and uh, has kind of hung up his cape. <laughs> and his evil ways and uh and that's that's where we sort of discover him and then things happen and he gets sort of drawn back in as Al Pacino says in the third godfather so it's the best one really the best one yes absolutely Andy Garcia (laughs) um so it's uh yeah it's it's sort of a little bit of both really as always with Magneto I think you know there's not you know his motives are in some ways justifiable it's his methods that are kind of questionable so um, we see both sides of him here
2: yeah i mean because i never, i don't i mean he does, he does things that seem villainous but i don't i don't know if he's necessarily a i mean i feel like there is a, he's a human character that just seems to want things and sometimes it's hard to tell if those are for himself or just for for you know all of mutant kinds you know
10: well i think you know what you're seeing is somebody who's developed by his experiences in life and you know as we know from you know a young age he experiences a concentration camp and sees you know his loved ones getting taken away from him so it develops a certain personality and uh and this is another level of that in in this story apocalypse you know he's trying to sort of lead a normal life he falls in love has a family and uh from then on things happen excellent uh oscar isaac what can you tell us about apocalypse
2: what do you want to know well, the whole movie right now, if you would tell me. But if okay. not, what are you allowed to say? Um, well, yeah, I, I play
9: Apocalypse. He looked pretty cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, he's... You know, it's basically this world that we have. Uh, it's, it, it's not the world that should have been. God's just been asleep. And God wakes up and, and realizes what what's happened and says it's got to change. And part of that is this, this character who, in the, in the comic books, he's got so many powers, so many uh, strange things that have never really been specified. And so for us, it was important to figure that out. Uh, but really the big one, I think, is the power of persuasion because he has to go to incredibly powerful people like Psylocke and Storm and, and Magneto angel, and and convince them that uh, his way is the right way to go. And much like a cult leader, he, he sees um, people that need something, that are wanting something, and, uh, and exploits that to a certain extent. And he gets these followers and, uh, uh, you know, instills
2: his plan. Excellent. So just because our, our panel is, uh, because it's very expansive, um, can I just i'll just kind of ask everyone the same question if that's okay and we'll just start with you evan which is who uh who is your character to you like when you know when you would go into work like who who do you see uh when you're going to work so who's quicksilver
6: to you uh me in a wig (laughs) me in a gray silver wig uh who runs pretty fast Yep. uh
9: uh, but isn't going anywhere.
4: What else Evan. can I say? I don't know what I can say.
9: It's in the jeans, darling.
2: <laughs> um, I don't know. Is that too tough a question for everyone? Yeah, to Answer, really Brian difficult. Singer. Yeah.
9: It was saying he runs too fast, but never seems to be going anywhere.
2: Okay. What? Like, what I
9: doing? mean, eventually he does, but that's kind of who he is, at least at the beginning.
2: Yeah. Excellent, uh, Lucas. <laughs> how does how does Havoc fit into You're this? Your yeah, in? You're
9: your for ten years,
2: dude. How does he fit into everything, yeah. or what does he mean to me? Yeah, but what does he mean to you, and how does he fit in? Do both. You know what, man? I was, uh, I have been practicing, like, uh, how many fans of Dragon Balls are in here right now? Probably a few. Uh, Probably more than a few. So I've been practicing at Kamehameha since
10: I've been, like, eight years old, and I thought that was how it was going to be on first class, and it was, like, hula hoops. I'm a little disappointed. Uh, but, uh, I will, I will say that I've been given a little freedom, and I've, I've accomplished all the dreams that I've had as a little kid. <laughs> That's what havoc means to
2: me. Oh, please, please. Uh, have you been up on the Hall Age panel before? You know what's. No, I haven't. My what? first Comic Con six years ago, I was up in the rafters. My buddy has a video of me. It was Peter Jackson and James Cameron, and they were on the panel. Yeah. And they go from them up there, and I was somewhere up there, right? Uh, you'd be crawling around in the lighting, which is yeah. deadly. Wait, I don't wait, know no, if no, that's no. A...
12: Wait, six years ago it was different. I swear I'm not lying.
2: No, no, of course. Was there a second story here? Uh, I'm looking up there. I can't see now. But no, there
5: was. Oh my God! There's like two
2: thousand dead people up in the rafters. (laughs) That's where I was supposed to be up there. Uh, Lana, what can you tell us about Jubilee? Uh,
11: um, This is (laughs) much. I think Jubilee to me is the cool girl that, like, God, I've been. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever probably be. She has a sick sense of fashion and an amazing jacket that's, like, so
12: yellow and out there and bright that I just... She's just cool. Good. That's, that's what she is. That's, that's what all she you needs need. to me, yeah. There you uh, go.
2: Cody, Nightcrawler? Uh,
12: yes, Nightcrawler. Um, I'd have to say I, I relate to him a little bit. He's had a bit of an emotional uh, upbringing dealing with his mutant aspects, as all mutants do. <laughs> But uh, he finds himself and owns himself, and um, he has a, a great stance in his faith, and he's also extremely happy
6: all the time, and I think uh,
2: that's why his fans relate to him. So, yeah. Excellent. Perfect answer. Uh, Ty, what can you tell us about
6: Cyclops? Uh, yeah, Cyclops. <laughs> uh, I guess... <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, uh, yeah, he shoots beams out of his eyes, and... Is angry but i think what's cool about this is that the younger generation of mutants kind of get to explore these characters and who they are and how they became who we know them as in the previous x-men
2: yeah all right good that was a very politically correct answer there it's like stepping all around the and further i feel peace for all like there's a and babies are good no, Hashtag no, puppies. Yeah. Uh,
5: we'll
2: I... Sophie, what, did you feel what was the responsibility coming into this uh, to this film? You know, as as Jean, what uh, how did you how did you approach it, and you know, did you understand the weight of it coming in?
12: Um, I felt quite a lot of responsibility, I suppose. I mean, Farmka portrayed Jean so beautifully that um, I was just kind of like, gotta live up to that one, don't I? Um, but. I mean, for Jean, it's exciting because I get a whole new kind of perspective on her in the way that, um, when we last saw her, she's like grade five mutant, right? She's like powerful. Um, and it's exciting to be able to figure out how she, you know, got that way and how this alienated young girl becomes one of the most powerful mutants, um, in X-Men history. All right, I'm good. not bragging, but too sweet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she gets pretty badass. Nicholas, hi, how, now, that you, now that you've lived with Beast for a while, where, where are you with him? I can't concentrate because I'm still psyched about the Deadpool trailer.
12: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, sick. Um,
5: uh,
3: um, uh, yeah. <laughs>
12: Uh, yeah, uh, Hank McCoy, a.k.a. Uh, Beast. For me, personally, I grew up watching the cartoons, so he's the guy that I loved in the cartoon, and, and now I get to pretend to be him, so
2: it's it's cool as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. James?
12: Uh, I, I just... I don't really see him as, as Charles Xavier or Professor X. I just see him as, as Patrick Stewart. And, um, <laughs> and anything, anything that he did, I, I try and do a copy. You know, I try and make it better. But, um, but, you know, be fair, he had some moves and stuff, but he's like, he's really old. And, um,
5: <laughs> oh,
12: oh, I'm only joking. He's amazing. And I, oh, I, he paid for my house. Um, <laughs> you know, if he hadn't did what he did in the 90, in 99, 2000, then I wouldn't be doing this now. And i, I a huge homage to him. I see Charles as empathy. You know, that's his greatest superpower for me. And is uh, he, the ability to care and understand what other people are going through. And that's only been increased by all the chaos and trauma that he's been put through in the last few films. So every time he's connecting with somebody, it's profound. And that's the most important thing he has. Way beyond mind control
2: and way beyond the ability to read other people's thoughts. But uh, yeah, he cares. Excellent. So uh, just jumping over, because we talked to Jen and, and Michael and Oscar. Uh, Mun, Olivia, uh, someone's someone's come a long way since attack of the show olivia mon yeah we used to we but used to I, cover comic-con we didn't sleep for days
11: i know but i can still deep throat a hot dog oh Do well not,
2: then she
11: can mistake it
2: that's i don't even know if we need to ask you about the movie at that point uh
11: next so ben uh what did you think <laughs> about your character i moved on for it
2: okay fine <laughs> no. one
11: what did? What was the question? It was you know so it's just like see, seeing
2: you up here like on the panel. I, it's so
11: fucking crazy. I know it's so fun. Uh, I love you. So, it's. I
2: mean, what how? What is? What did it feel like to come into this? I mean, like you used to cover this kind of stuff, and now you're a part know, of it. I know.
11: I know. It's like it feels like the mothership calling me home. Just <laughs> feels like every. It's like the coolest thing ever. And every time I, like I get so excited to put on the suit, and I get so excited to to train and do my sword training and and my stunts and do all it just feels just like it's just honestly it's like the coolest thing out there what's so funny oh we'll wait wait for you we'll wait for you
2: (laughs) ben what can you tell us about angel
11: yeah it's just a really fucking cool thing it's like it's just it's just the fucking coolest
2: good ben (laughs) um dude i have wings like i have some
12: serious badass wings and that's the best thing about angel i feel like to me i feel like angel is like every angry or bitter thought i've ever
2: had uh just embodied in one person so yeah it's great fun to play excellent alexandra uh coming in as an iconic character hey
11: guys
2: how was this how was this experience for you
11: it's been pretty epic, you know, with Storm, she comes into this and she's kind of lost. She doesn't know what she wants. She doesn't know who she is or how powerful she can really be. And, you know, she meets someone like Apocalypse, who kind of represents what a lot of, um, a lot of people in Cairo look for, which is like a god, you know, and she's just finding her way and hopefully she can find her way to the X-Mansion.
2: Excellent. Well, they're uh, they're holding up a lot of signs here for me because there is a, another panel after this. But I feel like we should.
4: Dad, Dad!
9: Oh no, I can't find my dad.
0: Hang on, there, little Jimmy. Hey, it's Alpine. While you're waiting on your negligent parents to find you, why don't you pull out your mobile device and get on CandarePodcast.com? Shoot, it may even help him find you. Well,
1: that makes no sense.
0: Hey, what are you doing near my son? Time to
5: split. G.I. Joe!
0: Oh, we're going to hell. That's fine. (laughs)
9: Why not? Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly